0: Presented by Ingle Supermarkets. Low prices, love the savings. And Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville.
1: And welcome in to a Victory Monday.
2: J-E-T-S, baby! Who
1: that talking about beating them bucks? Oh, it feels good. It feels good to have it on a uh, Victory Monday. Uh, Brian Hall. Sports freak, Brian Hall. Boss it's man. just a winter day here Miami around Radio Dolphins. Ranch. He's wearing his colors. Uh, it's, it's pretty chipper around the old Radio Ranch today here in the Ingles studio on ESPN Asheville. 92.9 FM, 880 AM and 1400. We are the Sportsocracy seen everywhere on youtube go to the sportocracy.com click on that live video link subscribe to the channel so you can get in on the, on the chat with us hey is it a victory monday for you
2: we'll shout out your team just 100% hit us up chuck them into the youtube comments if you're sad tell us why you're sad yep. if you're happy i guarantee you you're not as happy as i am
1: the sportocracy heard everywhere on the iheart radio app and brought to you by fred anderson nissan of Asheville. Don't forget to check them out at uh, andersonnissan.com. And you can check them out at 629 Brevard Road. Don't forget to tell them that we sent you when you do your trade-in. They'll give you a $250 bonus on top of whatever your trade-in is worth. Hopefully, it's worth a lot more than my trade-in was worth. $7. Uh, Yep. Yep, I got $257 uh, on my trade (laughs) with Fred Anderson, Nissan of Asheville. Uh, Go check him out on Brevard Road. Uh, Yeah, it is a victory Monday because yesterday we were at the Village Porch hanging out, having some brews, just watching uh, some football.
2: Got to meet our buddy M. Bradley and his son, which was awesome. Yep. Always love seeing kids that are invested in sports as opposed to their phones. Mm -hmm. That's just, for whatever reason, anytime you see that, or I don't know if you feel the same way I do. I see a kid that's younger than 16 that's it locked in on a football Sunday and that's just a fantastic sight for me. Absolutely. Um it it does my heart some good
1: to know that there are some degenerates in the in the wings waiting to take over Well, I don't. mean, here's the
2: thing. I will tell you if you uh, if you saw me yesterday at about anything before 3:45 was that was angry Jeremy. That was same old Jets Jeremy. Then I sent out a tweet that was a little not nice to head coach Robert Sala and I want my flowers because nothing went wrong from there on out. Right. I didn't take the tweet down either. You got didn't
1: a little, hide. You, it, was, it was that little spur that actually led your team. Oh, I to feel victory. very
2: sure that somebody radioed down to coach Sala and said, uh, Hey, there's a big fat leprechaun that has said very bad things about you on Twitter. <laughs> Can we possibly shut him up? Please?
1: He has called you the worst coach in the world. And uh, I think at one point you even said, I would rather
2: have Rich Cotite as my head coach. Uh, I cannot be held responsible (laughs) for things I said while the Jets were losing after a slew of domestic lights absolutely
1: it's a fun day watching football yesterday down at the village porch you can uh, check us out there every sunday we'll be there uh jeremy will be there till the bar closes correct uh i, will, I and
2: sometimes you might actually see me rally twice like I will, yesterday
1: i will hang out for afternoon games and then uh and then old man's gotta go uh, see by uh but anyway uh brevard or it's getting on brevard road uh reynolds village north Asheville check us out uh and come see us come say hey i it mean sucks. even if you oh, don't so stick around to see the games just let us know that you're that, that you're out there doing well, i stuff. mean
2: first of all the food's fantastic
1: oh it's great i ate 400 chicken wings their yesterday. mango habanero chicken wings are oh, they're the, so good to die for
2: i actually ate every meal that i ate yesterday at the village porch all of them three nice three times did you get something different every time to I did. sample
1: the menu or cauliflower did you just go, wings
2: oh end yeah. of message repeat the line i
1: still haven't done that yet, oh I they're need so to.
2: good they're so good and it's actually not bad for you and they taste like chicken wings after 17 domestic lights you can totally <laughs> convince yourself that they are wings indeed indeed
1: uh yeah it's victory monday for the jets and the bucks we got the dolphins doing stuff i mean geez Tua to a tongue of Iowa. have a day young man six touchdown passes
2: uh we're, we're gonna throw out a trivia question and in the youtube comments feel free to answer it we will shout out the first one of you to get it correct who are the three leading passers in terms of passing yards in the nfl right now uh-huh no cheating no cheating no cheating because he threw for 11 julian yards yesterday yes it was 496 uh 469 469 that's
1: getting my, getting get my them flipped in up. your old head yeah yep 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 uh we we will talk about all of the action from yesterday the big storylines: trey lance going down jimmy garoppolo hey ha see we were smart all along you should just just hold on to jimmy g uh (laughs) we got uh, the lions
2: let's go dan campbell let's go ben johnson that offense is dynamic oh yeah god i love that team uh we have our, our our winner in the in the trivia question uh our resident Virginia Tech, Hokie, Evan Doyle. The correct answer is Tua Tonga Valoa. One, Carson Wentz. At two, and one, Mister Joe Falco oh, is three.
1: Oh, that's gross. Oh, yeah. Who didn't
2: see that coming? And
1: according to uh PFF, he's number one.
2: Uh, Of the quarterbacks that have played two games, he is the highest rated quarterback in the NFL, according to PFF, which is infallible. That is, uh, that that Uh is the correct. That's the the end all be all. So
1: he was cursing his name yesterday and today he's the the best quarterback in the league. Yep. That was angry, Jeremy. I'm not responsible for what he said. Let's, let's just all remember the great Mike White, Tom Brady 2.0 that lasted for a whole two games. R.I.P. Mike White. Now Joe Falco. Hopefully he won't get another chance.
2: And Ashton Davis got to shout him out. Make the best of your opportunity, young fella. Play one snap in the entire game. Game clinching interception. That's right. Let's go. (laughs) We'll get all the big headlines in the NFL.
1: Uh, over the next three hours we'll do the daily draft up at the top of the third hour as we do always our stock up stock down for the week college and pro who's on the rise who's on the fall we'll talk some carolina panthers as well yeah yeah feeling feeling feeling
2: like we're getting ever so close to that uh hey matt why don't you go home well hey matt how, how do you feel about corn uh There's a song on the interwebs right now that we feel like you should be taking them hey, on. you roll. got two. You got two choices, Matt. You got two choices:
1: corn or tortillas. uh There's a place out in the desert that uh, you oh, can go. Oh, Tostitos. Visit. That yeah. is
2: the home of exactly. That's in Tempe, not Phoenix. But I, who cares? I see what you did there.
1: You're right. It's, uh, it's you know
2: Tex-Mex food, southwestern food. <laughs> Satisfied Browns fan. I'm I'm really glad to see you here. I was afraid that you would shy away. I will be nice. I promise. Uh, he said, Jeremy, I said sing, things about your team yesterday that were not Christian-like. And my response to that would be, ditto. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Look, Sunday is different than every other day. All right, we can light up and be best friends. And then on Sunday, you, you, we're, we're we're rivals. Mm-hmm. We're, we're rivals. We can share a domestic light together and, and, and enjoy the, the football. I am just glad to not be one of the four zero and two teams in the NFL right now. Yes, statistically, you have an eleven percent chance to make the playoffs if you start zero and two. Mm-hmm. Looking directly at you, Cincinnati I Bengals. That they
1: threw up. Uh, somebody threw up the stat the other day during one of the game broadcasts. Uh, since the playoffs expanded, eighteen teams have been zero and two and not made the playoffs yet. We've done that for two years. Can we calm down? Like. I feel like you need to have a little more time to go. Nobody's ever done it. Yeah. It's been twice. can we calm down?
2: (laughs) Never in the history,
1: short history. Yeah. The short history, uh, since 2020 way back in the day, I know we all feel like it's been 10 years since 2020,
2: but it hasn't. I've aged that much. Yes. But that's from treating my body like an amusement park. Mm -hmm. So there's that
1: all right so let's 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 get into victory monday here because there is one team of you know who has a fan in this room who should feel really good about the win that happened yesterday j
0: e t s jets jets jets
1: that's the one that's the one i didn't know if that was obvious to everybody else um i'm feeling I'm, don't get me wrong pleased to snap the winning the losing streak to the new orleans saints but you, you said more negative
2: second. about todd bowles in one three-hour oh. period than i've said about robert sala in we'll, two years we'll get to that in just a second uh but watching
1: jeremy flip out live in the uh village porch over his jets miraculous
2: comeback i watched that in public it was amazing with a browns fan within shouting distance that did not pick up a fork and stab me with it yeah props to that guy did not catch his name well I mean at this point you're used to
1: it right i mean if you're a browns fan you're used to it you're like okay let's just let's
2: just go home i mean I feel like the browns just look around and go man we we put uh we put elf in the middle of the field and clownish things happened brownie brownie made his return and then uh
1: yeah the Cleveland browns brownied in their pants brown's <laughs> gone brown
2: <laughs> the onside kick was a thing of beauty and, and look I, it, names on the door so i can shout this out will parks is the guy that's not getting a nearly enough love he knocked amari cooper off of this planet he did of which if you're a special teams coach in the nfl funny onside kicks have become very difficult so you tell that last gunner kill whoever touches the ball i don't don't even think about the ball you have one objective kill mm-hmm. crown of the helmet they're never gonna call it just lay them out i've seen three onsides this weekend that were done correctly two of them were recovered mm-hmm. and it's because that outside gunner went i don't care about the ball the ball could not be in existence and i don't care right i have to separate man from ball and he and did. i'm going to and he did yes yes he did yesterday was a crazy day of comebacks oh absolutely with the las vegas raiders just nah. oh I, you tees. can't uh, uh, absolutely check tees. on your
1: raider fan friends they're not okay they shouldn't be uh oh, meanwhile uh, steven Talon. have we seen him yet is he's uh president of oh, yeah, he's here. okay all right yeah, just, just want to make sure want to make sure there's not some sort of a ledge with his toes hanging no out. no and, uh, <laughs> He's just looking
2: at the defense going, well, we undervalued how fast they are. They were, t- I mean, they, they, they looked baffled. We'll talk about that. Oh yeah. We'll talk about it. We'll, at some program. point we'll talk about every game. Yes. Um, some of them probably not going to get a ton of attention looking right at the Broncos and the Texans.
1: Yeah. Cleveland Browns of obviously the Miami dolphins coming back from the 21 point deficit and Tua Tonga just. Paying
2: it off. Uh, And before we go to commercial break, you have to pay something off. Yes. So usually I, I am the one that says things that I end up having to apologize for. Uh Uh-huh. Well, somebody in our YouTube comments, they kept receipts. Okay. It is a resident Patriots fan, Mr. Bill Yeah. that said, when we beat the Steelers, I was the only one that had it. Just me. Mm -hmm. Nobody else. Mm -hmm. Not you. Mm -hmm. Not Chief Zach. Nope just me i have to take my victories where i can get them he's looking for that apology he's looking for that uh i was I wrong apologize.
1: i apologize i was wrong, I was wrong. Uh, the new england patriots can still beat bad teams in the nfl I, I apologize Correct. i did not think you were capable of doing said task but
2: mitchell trubisky will never let me down i feel like this has to be where you go to kenny pick 100 i mean mitch trubisky has been horrendous uh for a game and a half mm-hmm. and it just he looks he looks like a mediocre quarterback right
1: he I looks mean, like a backup quarterback i will fully admit i was wrong got it wrong look uh nobody did real well picking games this week no Although I did win, beat the chief. G- oh well, I mean we got two games to go tonight, but I think I got it sewed up. Uh, you do because we all picked Buffalo. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so I am the I am the champion for the week weekend. Beat the chief at a wonderful six and seven record. Hey, uh, right you now. can get above five hundred. I can. I can. I still got the Minnesota Vikings tonight against y'all in the uh, Philadelphia Eagles.
2: Yeah, that's where it's all going to come tumbling after. Yeah,
1: maybe for so. You. Hey, I still made up ground, and I feel like that's a that's a win. Oh, and it feels great on this Victory Monday here in the Sportsocracy on ESPN Asheville. I believe
3: real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I am Clarissa Marshall with EXP Realty, serving all of Western North Carolina. Navigating the home buying and selling journey can feel overwhelming at times, and that's why having an agent who cares about you and your needs is key. I'm a native of Western North Carolina, and I close over a home a week. I'm an expert in the market, pricing my sellers correctly to net you the most money, and working as a skilled negotiator for my buyers. Please give me a call today at 828-774-6343 to set up a complimentary market analysis.
1: The season we've all been waiting for is here. No, not that one. The season of the Big Orange Tent is underway in Western North Carolina. The area's largest selection of Halloween costumes, decorations, and accessories is at the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. Halloween Express is your one-stop shop for adult and child costumes, superheroes, horror icons, inflatable suits. You can find it all under the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. 10 to 8 Monday through Saturday, 12 to 6 on Sundays.
4: Are you ready to tackle your banking needs? Home Trust Bank's team of expert advisors and lenders want to be your teammate. We want to hear your story, learn your aspirations, and assist you with financial needs and provide options that are tailored to you. With a wide range of personal, mortgage, and commercial services, you will discover all your banking needs under one roof with a local and personalized touch at Home Trust Bank. Score big with Home Trust Bank. Ready for what's next? Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender.
0: the sportsocracy why are you smiling because i love football
1: and welcome back into the sportsocracy on espn asheville victory monday for the jets bucks i mean yay the dallas we, cowboys we're doing stuff
2: how about them the cowboys D- oh, the dallas cowboys uh, yeah oh let me let me give you my analysis on that because i had a lot of cowboy fans that felt the urge to reach out You're still bad. Michael Mm -hmm. Irvin can say anything he wants to. I do not care. You are still bad, 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 bad. Yes. And so is Cincinnati. I don't know what is happening with Cincinnati. It's like Cincinnati was Cinderella and now we're at about 1236. Mm Mm-hmm and now it's just a drunk guy looking for somebody that lost their shoe oh yeah
1: we got uh we 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 got the carriage turning back into pumpkins and the the horses into mice and all of the things it's not fun no it's not good right now but uh, i mean i still feel like uh you you, you've got the chance to turn some things around here we got a yeah we got a couple of super chats from uh not jeremy's cousin colin and colin Thank you for the Super Chats, by the way, all the Super Chats in this uh, month. Go to Evelyn Charity, St. Nicholas Project, uh,
2: as does uh, the entries for our battle for the belt. Did uh, did we have a winner? We'll have a winner tomorrow. i got to find out. Who, I, a lot of people have names that don't tell me who they are. Gotcha, gotcha. So I have to go on a fun scrounging around, see if your email lines up and tells me your name. Gotcha. Uh, Colin says, yesterday was a
1: very good day of football, as it was. Uh, a lot of teams won that I didn't even see coming. For example, the Cowboys defeating the Bengals. Much love. Keep up the great work and the content. Thank you, Colin. And you, too, can get in the uh, Super Chat business. Have your comment highlighted right here on ESPN Asheville. And, of course, on the YouTube stream. All you got to do is subscribe to the channel. And, uh, yeah, that's easy as it easy as it gets. Um
2: Cooper Rush is not good at football. No, uh, just, uh, he's not good uh, at uh, football. There are a lot of people that are falling for this. Well, he's the Cowboys. Two and oh. He's 2-0. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can put every bit of yesterday on Micah Parsons because he is that good. Yes, he is terrifying. He and-, and Aaron Donald are the two best defensive players in the NFL. And I don't think it's debatable. But the Bengals have a problem. Mm-hmm. That offensive line, and I tried to tell you, you cannot tell me I did not try to warn you. You did. You did. You got one great improvement. The rest of it was Walmart brand. See, I it's still It's an improvement, okay, it's, I, it's still I, not good.
1: I still believe that it was a market improvement. The talent that was brought in. And you, you can don't say that Hakeem with a straight face anymore. And you can say that with a straight face after yesterday. Uh no. Something is wrong. Something is off. I don't know if it's the game oh, plan, exactly it it's, it's, it's not it's hard to figure out. I don't know
2: if it's Joe Burrow holding on to the ball too long. Joe Burrow has no shot. Joe Burrow gets to the top of a drop, and there is somebody in his face. He is never on balance. I don't care how good you are. When you're running for your life, that's what that's going to look like. Mm-hmm. There is one person to put this on, and it's the same person I tried to tell you a year ago Zach Taylor. Zach Taylor. He is not a good NFL head coach. Mm hmm. The plate calling is mind-bogglingly bad. Mind-bogglingly bad. And when you can make Joe Burrow look, I'm not even going to say average. He bad. was the definition of league average yesterday. Yeah. But he has looked bad through two weeks. Mm-hmm. And it's not like it gets a ton easier. Now you play at the Jets this week. Soon-to-be AFC East Super Bowl representative. At New York times.
3: <laughs> Let's go.
2: Hey, you beat them last year. In New York. With a backup quarterback. RIP and, and Mike White. Uh, RIP Jets, because I have a feeling this is going to be one of those where they go. Um, Jamar Chase, uh, 57 times. Oh. But, I mean, after that, you go Dolphins, Ravens, Saints, a Falcons team that looks exponentially better than we thought they would. Mm-hmm. That's a daunting schedule. So the things that you have awry here, you're going to have to figure out pretty quick. Or this season's going to be over before it started. Right. I would make the argument there is no team in the NFL that has to win this week. More than the Cincinnati Bengals. Just for narrative's sake or because their season's over? Your season's over. You lose to the Jets, your season is over before it began. And we'll talk about the AFC North later in this hour. There are weird things happening in that division. We compared them to the AFC West. They're not even in the neighborhood of the AFC West. Mm -hmm. And that's with Denver being alive. I'm trying my best to say nice things. (laughs) Yeah, they're... I don't have many. No. They don't look good either. I mean, you're at a point with with Cincinnati, I can't really find anything that you're actually doing well.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. But the Cowboys, I mean, that's that's why they won yesterday, because of the defense, much like my Buccaneers. The only reason you won that game was because your defense came up with some
2: interceptions and takeaways. Oh, and the, I mean, and the check that cleared to the officials. I mean, that, oh, that certainly that. helped. Stop that. You ever notice Tom Brady gets every break? Of course he does. He never fails to get a break. Of course he does. It's good to be the GOAT. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do sound effects. That's the only thing.
4: (laughs) Sound effects and impressions. You weren't doing it, so I
2: had to do it. Yeah, because I'm not doing that with Tom. No. Okay. I mean, five takeaways.
1: Uh, I mean, just back to back to back to back to back to back. Jameis Winston finally showed up in that game. I mean, you you said, uh, you know, Devin White became ultimately unlikable because of him saying that James.
2: we knew Jameis Winston was going to show up eventually. It, that, it wasn't just that. That's facts. It, it was really – you have the most unlikable team, I think, in the NFL. It's just hard to really like you. Mm-hmm. Oh, Mike Evans coming to defend this guy. Yep. What exactly was he defending him from? Tom's the one that turned around that was the, to me and maybe this is because I'm the big guy in the room and I've been roped into enough of what I'm getting ready to say. Uh-huh. That struck me as like the you friend, the little guy that's not going to throw a punch that says something that just incenses somebody. And then they go to their big buddy and go, "Get him. Get him. Get him." <laughs> uh, we don't we, we don't know.
1: We don't know what uh what what transpired there all we
2: know is that Uh, Tom was Tom was pouty Tom which is why he takes a tablet to the sideline and slams it like a four-year-old no one gets
1: under Mike Evans skin more than Marshawn Lattimore and Lattimore had been his usual self disruptive all day long they get physical with each other over and over again and it just gets to a point where you've had too much now you can't do that like 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 my like this is like this is having a conversation with your toddler back
2: in the locker Mm -hmm. room like really and i'll be honest with you the nfl was too light on him and i firmly believe that the nfl because it's not the first time he's done something like this Mm -hmm. it's always marshawn and that's i don't care who it is that's part of what marshawn Lattimore does Mm -hmm. is he gets under your skin if you remember he did the same thing to dk metcalf and D.K. looked like he didn't belong in high-level high school football, let alone the NFL. Right. D.K. threw a punch on him, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. I mean,
1: it's just what he does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, it's uncalled for for you to go and blindside a guy like that. I don't know if he thought that he had hit Brady or what. I, there are certain times where I'm like, you you know, you know, stand up for your quarterback if he's taking a shot. Like uh, Ryan Jensen. Ryan Jensen was – notorious for this somebody getting Tom Brady's face Ryan Jensen was having none of it but I always felt like it came from a good place this didn't Mike Evans did not Mike Evans was so upset that Marshawn has done it to him again and will continue to do it over and over and over
2: again that he just he, he had had too much I have never been less impressed with a 2-0 team than I am with your Bucks. I would agree in my life. I, would, I have never been less. Impressed. We were watching that game all day yesterday. I mean, Oh, and and some of the things you sensed. said about uh, you hated Todd Bowles. I almost felt like I was talking to a Jets fan right by the end of because that. I am so done
1: with this awful offense that we're running right now. Just hand the ball to Leonard Fournette on the first two downs brings up third and nine third and eight every
2: time. And then eh, maybe we'll get it. Maybe we'll get it with the receivers that we don't have right now. Uh, We used to call this, this is a Star Wars reference. It's one of the only ones you will ever hear me make. We used to call the Todd Bowles offense R2-P2. (laughs) Run, run, pass, punt. That's Uh, what it is every single time. And it's already under Brady's skin. Mm -hmm. Brady was week 16 fiery in a week two game that you were really never challenged defensively. Right. I think New Orleans is going to play eight quarters. They probably would have never scored more than 20 points mm-hmm. because it was bad Jameis. Yep. That's the thing we have talked about. The one thing that can hurt New Orleans is when bad Jameis shows up. And yesterday, he was in full effect. Mm-hmm. Dan Orlovsky did the full telestrator. It can't take the check down. And I'll be honest with you, that was my one fear with New Orleans because Dennis Allen is not going to deal with this. That defense played well mm-hmm. for the majority of the game. Now, once Marshawn Lattimore went away, that kind of as is it was less. Yeah, I mean, you took the emotional leader off the field.
1: So yeah, the the defense is going to take a hit after that. But this is not a this is this is not good. Just because we're two and zero doesn't mean that this is you know Super Bowl championship yeah. written t- like next week we get the Green Bay Packers. And I get that it's at home and all that. I don't care. They are going to run the ball down our throats. Because for some reason, we just forgot how to
2: defend the run. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <sighs> Gonna be a fun week. Oh, and there's and there's more after the break. I'll tell you about that. You are in
1: the sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville. When I finally drove the old car into the grave, I knew there was only one place I was gonna go. Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville, home of the family plan, and yes, they treat you like family. I went in, told them what I was looking for, told them my budget, and in no time, I was signing the paperwork on my certified pre-owned vehicle. They have the area's largest selection on quality pre-owned vehicles and certified Nissans. They go through a 167-point inspection, so you know it's not going to let you down. They gave me the Carfax report so I know the history of my vehicle. And the Fred Anderson family plan gives me things like oil changes and car washes and loaner cars if I have to have major work done on the car in the future. For me, buying a car has always been an intimidating thought. But the folks at Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville made it super easy. Don't be like me. Don't wait till the last minute to get a deal done. Go to AndersonNissan.com or stop by the showroom at 629 Brevard Road. And don't forget to mention we sent you from the Sportsocracy and get a $250 bonus on your trade-in at Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville. And welcome back into the Sportsocracy on ESPN Asheville. 92.9 FM, 880 AM and 1400. It is time to get just a bit outside. Boy, you must be outside your mind. The Sportsocracy. Just a bit outside. He tried the corner and missed. It was a fun weekend of football. Saturday, not as much as Sunday, although there were Saturday some Saturday was the
2: worst day of college football were, in the history of the sport.
1: There were some highlights, including those Appalachian State Mountaineers avoiding ridicule for losing to Troy. At home. At home. after With game day Yeah, there. After you had game day show up because you pulled off the big upset the week before against Texas A&M on the road. They almost let it happen Troy had the lead and then a 56 yard Hail Mary ended the ball game Appalachian State comes out victorious 32 to 28 the kids stormed the field everybody was having a good old time except for a few people because apparently in the melee in the bum rush to the to, to the field at Kid Brewer Stadium Apparently, several people got trampled and suffered broken bones in the mail. Look, guys, I get you're excited, okay? But you got to contain your emotions a little bit. Just like players, <clears throat> Mike Williams, have to control their emotions, <clears throat> Houston wide receivers, uh, <laughs> you, you got to oh, control. Oh, by the way, uh, yeah.
2: just since you said Houston receivers. Uh, there's something I'm supposed to say there. Rock chalk jayhawk, baby. It's the only thing that kept this weekend from being bad, 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 bad. You gotta try to control your emotions as much as possible. Uh, you know, for not only
1: uh, not only the, the you know, the, the, the image of your school, but for the safety of your classmates. I mean, geez. And then yesterday, more fan conduct making the news. Apparently, Las Vegas police are now investigating after somebody got in the line where Arizona Cardinals quarterback Kyler Murray was given high fives going out of the a, after the game after that amazing comeback, and somebody smacked him in the face like that. Takes stones. Well, I mean, Kyler Murray's like four foot six. I mean, we so. go. they're gonna find out who this was. Oh, no doubt. This is this is not good. I mean, you you just can't have that. You cannot have fans putting their hands on players in that kind of a manner but some raiders fan is about to be barred for life from any nfl stadium he didn't hurt him it's not like he you know completely smacked the taste out of his mouth i'm sure he probably would have if he'd got the opportunity but still control your
2: emotions fans Speaking of controlling your emotions, there was a former NFL head coach on the sidelines during your Bucks saints game, and that led to a lot of Twitter confusion. Well, apparently, the reason Bruce Arians was on the sideline, the Saints did not give them a booth to put their coaches in. That's apparently where Bruce Arians will usually be, yep. is up high with the offensive play call staff. Right. He is not a member of the staff per se no he is a special assistant or special advisor to the gm there's also nothing that precludes him from being on the sideline right according to pro football talk there is not really anything the nfl can do about that if he is considered part of the franchise he is allowed on the sideline however some twitter sleuths have noticed that that Bruce Arians was the closest person to Mike Evans before he made a beeline for Marshawn Lattimore. Yes, he was. There is also a video, I am not a lip reader, but it appears that Bruce Arians might have been the one that told Mike Evans to go get him in reference to Marshawn Lattimore. And now the NFL has opened an official investigation into this. They're going to find out. Oh, yeah. You can't do anything on an NFL sideline without something catching you. Mm Mm-hmm. And I have a funny feeling. This is one of those stories that you you, you remember the fight in Tampa Bay. Yeah, Bruce Arians is not allowed on the sideline anymore. Right. Because that was an ugly look, mm-hmm. and it was weird that he was on the sideline anyway. Yeah. That does. Was... I mean, that, I don't. I don't want to spend much time on this, but does that not make you feel less good about Todd Bowles? uh the fact I, I mean, that you're in game two and now bruce arians is still here for some reason uh
1: well i mean he was always going to be here he was going to be there in an advisory role um you know he's not he he's not going to be on the sidelines probably after this yeah, investigation. i don't like his but but what i'm saying is if this hadn't happened he probably wouldn't have been on the sidelines for any other game anyway he would have been in the booth they didn't give him a booth he was just like you know i'll go down on the sideline it will be it'll be fine it and was then not fun. It was not fun because there is a deep-seated history there between the Bucks and the Saints, and BA didn't like it. And so BA was jawing at Marshawn Lattimore because Lattimore was barking at him. And I don't know where you could possibly go with this. I ha- I find it hard to believe that even if that's what was said like i said i haven't seen the video i'm not a lip reader well even the nfl did, even there's something on that
2: tape because the right. nfl
1: has taken down every reference of it well even if he did say go get him i doubt that he was saying go and blindside him and get your ass kicked out of the next game well that's and, dumb well and here's the problem but it might have been prove that. go get tom or he that, that might have been what he meant i'd f- I find it hard to believe that bruce arians would do that but i don't find that hard to you believe don't find it hard all. to believe
2: at all not even kind of because
1: he knows he knows what the response
2: is going to be there are a handful of coaches in the history of the NFL that I could hear them say go get him," and I would immediately yeah that's Bruce Arians that's that doesn't (laughs) surprise me at all right I don't know I don't know what was
1: said if it was then absolutely he needs to be barred from the sidelines no more the thing that ticked me off about it was I noticed early in the game that BA was on the sidelines uh, so did everybody else they and showed then, him no less than 50 right. times and the thing that ticked me off about it was at no point did he walk over rip the headset off of todd bowles head and go this is mine again you've been a bad boy uh, you need to go yeah. sit <laughs> yeah because yeah. i wanted that to happen so
2: badly and it never yeah. did i believe this you told me somebody yes. tried to tell you yes. that. That's, that's, that's yeah, that's, that's i know
1: i know i'm right about everything trust me folks he reminded me of that every time i cursed todd Bowles yesterday and it was a bunch of i tried to tell you
2: i tried to tell you oh welcome to the jets fan club yeah yeah there's a lot of jet fans that uh we feel the same way you do yeah i'm i'm completely seacrest out on todd
1: Bowles. i didn't like the hire when they made it and i you know it is what it is there are
2: there are a few people in this life that know todd bowles better than i do and the vast majority of them have the last name Bulls.
1: see if they and i feel like if they were smart they would go we made a boo-boo uh todd you can go back to defense we we now have well, a new head happen. coach and it's byron Leftwich. yeah that's not gonna happen it needs to happen that's all i'm saying
2: the afc north everybody lost yesterday uh correct they have two wins that are not against each other and it's against the jets and the panthers and
1: i don't even kind of start to
2: understand how that happened i mean like
1: i know i watch the games and i you know i've seen all the stats and all the things but
2: how does that happen there's no team in that division that's as good as we thought they were period yeah And, and this is not an overreaction there is not there is not one team in that division that is as good as we thought they were Well, this is true. I mean, Cleveland's obvious because there's no Deshaun Watson. Cleveland looks undisciplined. I mean, there's a false narrative that, oh, you got Nick Chubb wrong because I said I I really had no interest in Nick Chubb. Mm -hmm. Going into the fourth quarter, he had seven fantasy points. Congratulations. He had not been good. He had been bottled up, and the Jets' defense just got worn out. Mm -hmm. He broke a couple big runs in the fourth quarter, and all of a sudden it looks like it was a good day. Right. That Browns offense is painful to watch. The Pittsburgh Steelers we knew. We knew the Pittsburgh Steelers were not going
1: to be as good as we thought they were or or as good as they had been because
2: the culture. I, I mean the culture is the same but you got you got different players. Yeah, now. we didn't know that because we actually largely said Mitch Trubisky's an improvement over Ben Roethlisberger. And I believe he is, but it's not by much. No. And without TJ Watt, where you cannot heat up a quarterback. You're in trouble.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I mean that t- the line is almost unspeakably bad. Can't get anything going offensively. Chase Claypool is like the forgotten man. Mm-hmm. George Pickens has a catch through two weeks. Pittsburgh's just not good. Mm-hmm. They're not like I mean the culture, uh, Mike Tomlin, all of those things. I-, I understand that. I could make an argument that outside of the the Browns who they play this week. Which, by the way, that's the Thursday night game that we get to uh, th- that we all get to enjoy so rightly. Please, please start Kenny Pickett in that game. I could make an argument; they may not win another game until Thanksgiving. Yeah, this could be one of the three worst teams in the NFL mm-hmm. because I still don't believe in New England. I mean, good for you—you got to win in what was, without a doubt, the most unwatchable NFL game I have ever seen. Yes, there, there was nothing descript. That happened the entire game. And I'm at, I'm to the point of, I, I don't know why you don't go with Kenny Pickett. Mm-hmm. I don't think everything to lose. No. You're going to get slaughtered by the Bills. You will get slaughtered by the Bucks and the Dolphins and the Eagles. I think the Saints are going to eviscerate you. I, I don't know why you don't I do don't it. I don't know about that. I do. I do. The Saints are a team that people are jumping off ledges about. Mm-hmm. You kept Tom rather in check. The oh. defense is fine. Defense is fine. You got to get it into Jameis's head. Bad Jameis cannot appear. Mm-hmm. Bad Jameis shows up again, and Andrew Dalton will be our starting quarterback. Right, but by that point, will T.J. Watt be back?
1: And if T.J. Watt's back, then he's getting pressure on Jameis, and then you got that secondary
2: picking him off. And, and I, and I, it's, well, the secondary's not disaster. good. I, and that's the bad thing. You look at every level of this Pittsburgh Steelers team, there's nothing on it that's good. I mean, yeah, you have playmakers. You don't have a line. Mm-hmm. You don't have a point man to get the ball to the playmakers. They're just a nondescript, really boring team to watch. Yep. And and I feel like Kenny Pickett's coming quicker than, than we could have ever imagined.
1: The real surprises of they're not as good as we thought they were, the anti-Dennis Green, it's the Baltimore Ravens and the Cincinnati Bengals. Both of these teams have – Major problems. I mean, if they're going to. Well, the to try thing to-
2: I wasn't prepared for is how bad the Ravens' secondary has been. Yeah,
1: if they're going to try to make a run at a Super Bowl, either one of these teams, they got to get some stuff figured out real quick. We'll talk about it up next here on ESPN Asheville. The season we've all been waiting for is here. No, not that one. The season of the Big Orange Tent is underway in Western North Carolina. The area's largest selection of Halloween costumes, decorations, and accessories is at the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. Halloween Express is your one-stop shop for adult and child costumes, superheroes, horror icons, inflatable suits. You can find it all under the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. 10 to 8 Monday through Saturday, 12 to 6 on Sundays.
4: Are you ready to tackle your banking needs? Home Trust Bank's team of expert advisors and lenders want to be your teammate. We want to hear your story, learn your aspirations, and assist you with financial needs and provide options that are tailored to you. With a wide range of personal, mortgage, and commercial services, you will discover all your banking needs under one roof with a local and personalized touch at Home Trust Bank. Score big with Home Trust Bank. Ready for what's next? Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender.
0: The Sportsocracy.
2: Let's open up the whole can to kick ass and kill them all. Let the paramedics sort them out. Back live in the angles
1: studio on ESPN, Asheville, The Sportsocracy, brought to you by Fred Anderson, Nissan of Asheville. Check them out at 629 Brevard Road. And uh, the Bang or the Bengals and the Ravens are just what I saw yesterday baffled me, and I know it did everybody else. How do you, as supposedly the most terrifying offense in all of football,
2: go down to Dallas and do that? That's what happens when you cannot block a pass rusher like Micah Parsons. This just the way it goes. But I'm going to be honest with you, and this is going to sound weird when I say it, I'm not overly worried about either one of those teams. I know the Zach Taylor effect in, in Cincinnati worries me a little bit. Mm-hmm. Baltimore just needs to get healthy. Mm-hmm. You need Ronnie Stanley back badly. Yes. You need J.K. Dobbins back badly. Mike Davis and Kenyon Drake combined had 11 carries for 12 yards yesterday. Ugh. You want to know how that happens? Because you can't run. Mm hmm. Outside of Lamar Jackson, you take away the 80-yard run. The other 25 carries in that game, they average three yards a rush. That's putridly bad. Mm-hmm. And that's how you lose close, get close games because you can't salt the clock away. I, I told sports freak Brian Hall earlier today, I, watching Greg Roman, I swear to you, if they would have agreed, we'll just take three minutes off the clock and you kick it right back to Miami, I think he would have accepted it. Right.
1: Last year, remember Miami pulled off the win against Baltimore, but it was because they were able to make Lamar Jackson pretty much irrelevant. He was not irrelevant. He was not irrelevant He was phenomenal. He was was so good. And I thought, there's no chance. And then the secondary just fell apart. And I get that they're banged up and Marcus Peters playing for the first time in a year. And who was it that got hurt? Um, Somebody got hurt in the game i don't remember anyway i know that they're banged up but i mean there were times where they were just they didn't look like a team like I, I, there was pointing fingers and they i mean they were jawing at each other i think there was one time where marcus williams and, and and one of the other secondary members like it looked like they were ready to throw kyle hamilton off a bridge
2: yeah kyle hamilton's career has not started uh it, it has not been great
1: right the rookie from Notre Dame said to be the best player in this draft class has not had a a good start to the year you cannot allow that to happen you can you cannot have a 21 point lead in a fourth quarter and let it go well
2: the, the the Ravens have a couple very basic problems one you can't get close to a quarterback I said it in the preseason. You do not have the edge rusher that you can really count on. Mm-hmm. Maybe David Ajabo comes in as that. I find that to be rather unlikely. You don't consistently get pressure without bringing extra blitzers. Now, I trust John Harbaugh, and I trust that this will get fixed. I That's also I- will say Lamar Jackson is on a – he is on a mission of – You better show up with wheelbarrows full of money because that's what it's going to take. And without me, you are absolutely irrelevant. Mm -hmm. I feel like he had to walk away from yesterday going, well, I did my job. Right. Everybody else, you probably should introspectively look at yourself in the mirror and go, did I do my job?
1: Huge plays all over the place. Rashad Bateman with the big touchdown. Devin Duvernay returning kicks for touchdowns there's a lot to love about this Baltimore Ravens team is one of the reasons that I picked them to win the Super Bowl this year but that that prognostication goes completely out the window when I see you collapse like that at the end of a game
2: well and the, I mean the thing you gotta saying there's not a lot of there are not a lot of teams that can bring potent wide receivers like Tyreek Hill and, and Jalen Waddle no doubt so there was a mixture of you thought this game was over with i would wager you probably didn't think Tua a tongue of could beat you that way and flowers to him and he did good for him yeah flowers to him you know how much that changed my opinion of him zero it's not zero okay good I was it's a number play. more than zero but not much it's not much now if he can play like that, i feel like we're understating the fact that for, through three quarters eh, he wasn't particularly good no Everybody seems to be forgetting that. Oh, but that fourth quarter he was great. Okay, why? Whatever it was, you figured out in that fourth quarter with Tua Tonga You need to bottle that. Yeah, you need to bottle that and
1: keep doing it.
2: Yeah, it's time to show that uh, you can do that on
1: a consistent basis, and not be these you know this this cardiac arrest team that
2: has to have these miraculous comebacks to win games. Well, I've always had a philosophy about Alabama quarterbacks with Nick Saban. And it comes from something I heard Greg McElroy, uh, now a commentator for, for ESPN, but he played for the Jets. And basically what he said was that Nick Saban is so neurotic that you can have these games where you go out and win 59-3, to three, and yet he's still in the quarterback's locker after the game talking about the one thing you didn't do right. Yes. And so it makes these guys so neurotic, and you can't do that in the NFL. In the NFL, you have to have what? Short memory. Mm-hmm. You have to be able to take that the the, the error of the last drive – and put it away and for the first time in his career I actually saw Tua do that Mm -hmm. everything that had gone wrong in the first three quarters that just went away played a little looser and maybe that's a Mike McDaniels thing maybe this is a match made in heaven he fits the system McDaniel is good enough to get in his head and keep these things from really careening him off a cliff but I'm gonna have to see it more than once before I really believe that
1: I agree I would love to see it again. Like I said, I've I've never given up on Tua, and I finally saw a little spark yesterday. Show me you can keep it up, and then maybe we'll talk about marking that as a win for the old tanker. You're in the Sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville. When we come back for the break, how about them Carolina Panthers?
0: He's a degenerate gambler. You are a smelly pirate hooker. And he's cheaper than oxygen. He's useless. But somehow, they make it work. Jeremy Green. Tank Spencer. There's no holding back in the sportsocracy. Presented by Ingalls Supermarkets and Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville. It
1: is the Sportsocracy here in the Ingle studio, heard everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Take us with you everywhere you go. And, of course, locally, 92.9 FM, 880 AM and 1400. You can also see us everywhere you go. Just use your smartphone, go to the, go to the YouTube channel, and you can join the chat by subscribing to the channel. Get all the alerts when we go live. Each and every Sunday morning, a 10 a.m. A m. very
2: feisty uh, Sunday morning show uh, uh, this week. Yeah. And there'll be another one. If you join our Patreon, uh, you will be you will have access to my weekly fantasy rankings, which will answer every question. And sometimes you get things right, like a St. Brown. Sometimes you get things wrong. Like Nick Chubb. Like, I didn't get that wrong for 50 minutes. I was exactly right for 50 minutes. Except for the whole kareem hunt thing and then it all kareem hunt had a decent game he's all right usage just wasn't as high as i thought
1: right so yeah i mean it's it's hard to predict things in the nfl nobody saw that
2: coming but nobody. now there's something that wasn't hard to predict in the nfl uh yeah matt rule losing another close game uh and baker mayfield is every bit as bad as i tried to tell you and i tried my damnedest to tell you mm-hmm. and all those and, and look people talk about keeping receipts i don't keep receipts all right it goes in one ear out the other I talk about sports for a living. I have a smoke show of life. My life is very good. So your mean little tweets, they don't affect me. However, I would really love to hear a Panther fan tell me I was wrong. Through two weeks, how many quarterbacks in the NFL have a lower quarterback rating than Baker Mayfield? None. You want to hear the list again? Mm -hmm. Uh, Because that was it. I I just keep doing it. He's been worse than Justin Fields. Who actually won a game. He didn't mean to. They had 48 yards passing last night. Mm-hmm. That guy is better than Baker Mayfield. That uh, End of message. Repeat the line. You want to know what the problem with this team is? It's not hard to figure out. You gave up draft capital for a quarterback that every team in the league looked at and went, I'm out. Mm-hmm. I'm good. You couldn't give him to me. I don't care how much he makes. I don't care about any of it. He is is bad 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 and now you've seen it Mm -hmm. and unfortunately and you you take it unfortunately or not unfortunately it ain't getting any better anytime soon but what is gonna get better matt rule will not be the head coach of this team and i'll be honest with you i'm trying to figure out exactly when it happens i have a belief but you're not gonna like it okay after the second falcons game oh so they're gonna let him go that long I could count on one hand the number of times that a coach in the NFL has been fired inside of six games in a season. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, be honest with yourself. You don't have a – you have no shot of not being 0-6. None. Could you maybe beat Kyler Murray? Maybe.
1: Maybe i'm gonna lean to know yeah after what i saw yesterday i don't think so
2: that was to me more of a raiders collapse than it was a i didn't change much of how i feel about the cardinals hey, kyler. i still have five foot four kyler murray that's having to jump to see over the line that's fine, that's y'all fine. pass kyler still can make some plays every now and then and they're
1: yeah, they'll win some games fine.
2: uh <laughs> i'll tell you it won't be a lot of games but they'll win some games the caroline panthers haven't won a game at home in over a
1: year they are now on the uh, NFL's longest losing streak of nine games in a row, and that's the see to me, that's the record we're going by. We're OK, we're 0 2 to start the season. No, we're 0 nine since the last time we won a game. That's the record that I'm more interested in. And that would spur me to make this just all end make it all end i mean i don't want him hanging around for the rest of the season and i know no other panther fan does either like give us somebody else to hate if anything if anything else david tepper just give us somebody else to drag through the mud let us let us do this with ben mcadoo for the next
2: 16 games or 15 games and he's i would say he's as much a part of your problem as anybody is probably the offense is i mean look i I don't want this team to be bad i like a lot of people in this organization i know a lot of people in this organization the offensive play call is mind numbingly bad i mean you almost have to do it on purpose Mm -hmm. and i just don't see it getting any better no it's not gonna
1: get any better things like that start at the top for me and and it's the it's the uh, the 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 hutzpa to go out there and win close games, be cerebral, just finish it off. You've seen that so far. Two straight weeks by the team that you just glossed to. Brian Daybull has got this team bought in. Are they good? No, they're not. Do they have some bright spots? Sure. But in the last two weeks, you've seen this team. Sure, they got lucky because Tennessee missed the field goal at the end of the game. But going for two on the touchdown to take the one-point lead, putting pressure on the other team, that's all part of this this process. You ever think Matt Rule is going to do something like that? No. You think Matt Rule is going to have these guys all jazzed up and ready to go? No. And then you saw it this past weekend. New York Giants, they're just a tougher team. Carolina is just charming
2: soft right now. Mm -hmm. I mean, and look at the Giants. I I like how you said that. You want to know how quick this can turn? Look at the team you just lost to. Mm -hmm. They were as listless as they came. They had the same thing. They hated the coach. They complained about the coach every single week. They complained about the GM every single week. Mm -hmm. And it was a top-down overhaul. And that's what Carolina has to do. And I'll be honest with you, I'm gonna, ri- I will ride this until I am proven wrong. Your next coach is the guy that replaced the guy that you just lost to. Ken Dorsey is the next head coach of the Carolina Panthers, and I'll be honest with you, I don't know how it doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. Because what, wh- where you made the mistake here? First of all, going to college almost never works. Right. And you can give me Jimmy Johnson. Just to understand that when he was hired, I was not born yet. So. There's that. Mm-hmm. You try to br- bring in this program builder. And the way you communicate with NFL athletes and the way you communicate with college players is exponentially different. And when you try to do it that way, what happens? Exactly what you saw yesterday. Mm-hmm. Completely listless. Completely listless. And the thing I cannot figure out to save my life, how is the running game not getting more tote than it is? I feel like an elementary school child can watch this team and go, "Well, the more the ball's not in Baker's hands, the better." Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say this for the umpteenth time: the minute Sam Darnold is healthy enough to play, he will be. Yeah. Because remember, there was a big fat leprechaun that tried to tell you he's better than Baker Mayfield, and it's not all that close. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you gotta
1: you gotta do more you got to show me more. His QBR in yesterday's game, Baker Mayfield, was 16. That's not good. No, I feel like that's hard to do. You almost have to try to make it that low.
2: He's terrible. He's terrible. Mm -hmm. Now, the the good thing is there's at least talent on this team. The pantry is not bare. No. And, And look, we're doing power rankings tomorrow. I hate to break this to you i'll unveil my first one right now that's the worst team in the nfl and i don't know that it's all that close Mm -hmm. i don't know that it's all that close you are already you are the the only reason it's even debatable is because the chicago bears still exist mm -hmm. they had 48 yards passing last night i'm going to say that a whole mess of times who didn't see that coming yeah, if you if you lost a, a a parlay last night because you had the Bears in the money line, you deserved that. Absolutely, I saw that twice on Twitter. Did you really? Like, you're ba- you should bet less. Yeah, how you, should, you should. You know those safe account? gambler things that you hear of. If you have a problem, you should call a blankety-blank number. You should call that number because you were bad at this, and you should do it way less. Right. Uh, Graham Gino
1: once again shoving it back in the Panthers' faces. I feel like this is the third time that he's now done this. Kicked a game-winning field goal against his former team. I mean, you got to take your hats off to, to to the New York Giants. I mean, they're two and zero, and they're going to be four and zero. I feel pretty. Most certain about likely, that. Yes. I
2: feel pretty certain about that. Well, you got two more games at home, and it's against the Cowboys and the Bears. Right. The only thing that scares me about that is there's there's two ways that this will go. Cowboys and the, and the Giants, which is your Monday Night Football game this week. Prime time, you didn't get any favors. No, Cooper Rush, because it's the Broncos job. and the 49ers on Sunday Night Football. That, that, that meaty portion of the schedule at uh, one o'clock, four o'clock. It's maybe take fun. maybe take your wife on a date uh, during the primetime games.
4: It'll Show be, up with
2: some flowers. Go to a lovely restaurant. It'll be fun for Jimmy G fans. See, see, I told you. But there's only one. There's only two ways this can go. Either the Giants win. And the Cowboy fans just lose their minds of, oh, we're bad again. Man, you're a seesaw. Mm -hmm. You're the most fun seesaw in the world. Or, or, the Cowboys go in there and win. And you have to hear about Cooper Rush and how great Cooper Rush is. This team is really galvanized under the ginge. Right. Mike Morgan had a great point. Why is every Cowboy backup redheaded? Like, does Jerry Jones have a i feel like he's red. one injury away right. from calling me the red rifle andy dalton jason, jason garrett, garrett yeah cooper rush interesting
1: maybe something to that didn't brad johnson he he qualifies doesn't he doesn't he
2: have red hair not really eh, i tried <laughs> i was gonna say he's he probably was like me for dallas he's probably like me i have red facial hair and right the, the hair on my head is in no way red The, the, the Panthers are
1: awful awful and I am so sorry to say that I mean I know you don't believe it I know you don't believe it because uh you know I'm Mr. Tampa Bay fan but I have said many many times I, I there is a soft spot in, spot in my heart for the hometown team I want this and team I to be good I want you to be good I want you to I want my team and your team to be just bashing it out for division titles year after year I want there to be
2: a rivalry here
1: but there's just not
2: not good no i mean and you're you're going to have to have a complete culture change the good thing is like i said you do have the tenants of a good roster but but i'm going to say something all right so you fire rule Mm -hmm. you do realize how much worse this can actually get right ben mcadoo is one of five coaches i've ever seen that's actually worse than than matt rule yeah uh i this is the one time where i'm gonna live by the jeremy
1: green rule of you want to be bad be bad ba bad ba bad 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 bad. i want uh, give me be the worst team in the league just still have your defense out there let baker mayfield and sam darnold just lead you to ultimate futility this year let's fire matt rule let's get that off our chest and we can do the nebraska thing where we fire a new coach every week
2: Did you see that? Yeah, the defensive coordinator. The defensive coordinator coordinator for Nebraska got fired. Well, here's the thing. Uh, As somebody that might have had a slip or two that's Uh, in Nebraska plus 12 and a uh, half, you you remember that thing I said a couple weeks ago where three minutes into a game you go, "Aha! I, I didn't do this in a good way. Uh, That was where I was at. Yeah. because nebraska came out scoring yeah all now, right now, now
1: can nebraska plus 12 can we can we can can that now take the place of jets plus seven uh
2: no oh because sadly enough nebraska lost by less than the jets did when you picked <laughs> them but i took back jets plus seven you that's did. mine you, you did. can't take it from me it's mine
1: you did good for you
2: but yeah let's just
1: let's just get you know appease the fans one little piece at a time Go ahead and rip the Band-Aid off with Matt Rule. We'll turn it over to a different guy every week. I don't care. Let's be 0-17, and let's get Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud, whichever one you feel is going to be the guy because that's what this team is missing. You're missing the quarterback. Go all in. Be bad. Get the quarterback. Do you remember what happened the last time you did that? You got Cam Newton, you got to a Super Bowl, you got an MVP. Now, hopefully, the next one has a little more longevity than Cam Newton did, but please, dear God, be bad. You are in the Sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville. The season we've all been waiting for is here. No, not that one. The season of the Big Orange Tent is underway in Western North Carolina. The area's largest selection of Halloween costumes, decorations, and accessories is at the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. Halloween Express is your one-stop shop for adult and child costumes, superheroes, horror icons, inflatable suits. You can find it all under the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. 10 to 8 Monday through Saturday, 12 to 6 on Sundays.
3: Real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I'm Clarissa Marshall with EXP Realty, your native realtor serving all of Western North Carolina. I will work hard for you and I believe in doing the right thing every time. I market each of my listings to reach out-of-town buyers. I use a professional photographer and drone video on every single listing, as well as collaborate with agents across the country to find your buyer. Check me out online at clarissasellswnc.com or give me a call at 828-774-6343. It would be my pleasure to assist you through the real estate process.
2: Everyone's heard about the housing market and this being the best time to sell a house in years, but the same thing applies to cars. Whether you're looking to buy a car, trade in, or sell that car in the driveway collecting dust, Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville wants to buy your car. They have two on-site managers that work with Kelly Blue Book to give you top dollar for your vehicle. You can even have your car appraised instantly at AndersonNissan.com. Stop in and visit them today at 629 Brevard Road, Nashville, or call them at
0: 828-365-1663. The Sportsocracy.
2: Ice up, son. Ice up.
0: Now, the Carolina Panthers
1: may be the worst team in the league that's to me that's still debatable I still think it's the Bears but they do have a win and the
2: Panthers do not well the so, Panthers and the Bears would be the most unwatchable 60 minutes in the history oh, of the NFL do we get that no, coming we don't up later no, on thankfully this year? we don't
1: <laughs> I'm surprised that's not a prime time game uh look the Panthers may be the worst team in the league. Just be bad. Be bad. Get that number one pick. I would have said the same thing to the Atlanta Falcons at the beginning of the season. After two games, though, I, I mean, they're still bad. They're still not good. But I, I, they're at I least, don't know. They're at least scary. I don't know. I feel about the Atlanta Falcons through two games of this season like I did about the Detroit Lions last year. And we'll get to the Lions later. Don't worry. Uh, But this is a team that, uh, you know, they're going to go out there. They're going to play you tough. They're never going to give up. And who knows? They might pull a shocker on you. I mean, they were down 28-3 to and almost exercised that demon. Almost. Almost. 17
2: in the fourth quarter. Almost. I mean, had
1: it not been for Jalen Ramsey just saying, nope not gonna no, happen not on my watch <laughs> not
4: today
2: i have heard all of these things about me and i'm getting pretty tired of it. exactly
1: uh he came up with the big interception at the end of the game to seal it for the for the la rams but the rams had a 28 to 3 lead and the falcons came
2: back and had a chance they had a chance and this is a team that cannot get to a quarterback to save their lives no but we knew that coming in but did you walk away from this feeling? And- any kind of way about the Rams There is something very disjointed about that team. They can't run to save their lives.
1: Yeah, and I and 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 I think it all comes down to the offensive line again. Like we're finding out that the teams that we thought were going to be really good aren't as good, and why are they not as good? Cuz their offensive lines are just not there. You got the LA Rams and You know, they lost a lot. Granted, one of them ended up with the Carolina Panthers, and they're not good either. But still, uh, (laughs) Cincinnati Bengals, offensive line's the problem. Pittsburgh Steelers got good weapons, don't have an offensive line. You're a bad team. By no means am I saying that the L.A. Rams are a bad team because they're still very good, and they're going to win a lot of games. But it's not going to be as easy as it was last year. Cooper cups out there doing
2: superhuman things still and they're and you're struggling and and i'm and i'm gonna say something that i I don't in any way uh, you don't want somebody to get hurt that's not what i'm saying okay the worst thing that happened to the los angeles rams over this weekend is trey lance getting hurt because now in comes jimmy garoppolo Trey Lance was the only thing holding that team back. And did you notice there was just a completely different swagger about the Rams, Mm -hmm. or about the 49ers, excuse me, the minute Jimmy G hit that field?
1: Because shocker of shockers, I know what I'm
2: doing. I'm not just trying to figure it out. And and look, T's and P's to Trey Lance. He had the successful ankle surgery today. It was apparently pretty bad Mm -hmm. from everything I've heard. Hopefully there's no long-term damage with that and he'll be recovered and and
1: come back and be the guy. And, and you guy want to see him wanted. come back
2: next year. Third right. year in the league, still got plenty of time. I, I still feel fine about Trey Lance. But in terms of for the rest of the year, I look at this 49er team now. I think you're better than the Rams. I think you're better than the Rams. I, and, and I don't know that they can fix the problems that they have. Mm-hmm. The Rams have a very simple problem in this league. And you can say I'm saying this because I'm the draft guy. You cannot spit in the face of the draft forever and it not catch up to you. The Rams have, and now it's caught up to them. Mm-hmm. Because that is the thinnest roster I have ever seen in my life. They were playing Ben Skoranek at fullback yesterday. Which, by the way, kind of worked. Mm-hmm. I think I like the 49ers better. And you're going to see it on a grand scale this week because they go to the Denver Broncos, mm-hmm. a team that I am not impressed by, I haven't been, and I'm not going to be. Yeah. I
1: was way too high on Denver. I it, And I think I had them fourth in that division with a losing record. And I still feel like I was wrong.
2: Somebody posted a picture of of Russell Wilson in a chef's hat with the let Russ cook thing, and it was mm-hmm. a bowl of cereal with two uncooked hot dogs in it. And that's how and, I'm starting to a, feel. And a slice of American cheese on the side. Yeah. that's That's how I'm starting to feel. But I just look at San Francisco now. I mean, yeah, you've got injury issues. I don't love that you don't have Elijah Mitchell. It's obviously a little disjointed. Mm -hmm. But as soon as Jimmy Garoppolo came in, all of a sudden, there's that team I tried to tell you that they were going to be. And having a vet leader with a chip on his shoulder with something to prove. Because you got to say it, Jimmy Garoppolo is now playing for the rest of his career. Yes. He's not as old as people seem to think he is. 27? 28? He's 30. Oh, is he? Okay. Yeah, he, he was an old rookie anyway. And he's been in the league seven years, eight years. He's playing for the next contract. Mm-hmm. So you're getting just the perfect storm of talented quarterback that everybody's written off. And if I'm a Rams fan, that's making me more and more nervous by the second. Mm-hmm.
1: But how do the how do the Falcons keep doing it? How did the how you know, maybe and I'm not gonna say maybe, I'm gonna take the maybe off of that, scratch that. Uh the Saints were overrated by us, in my opinion. I don't agree with you. There's just I had the question of Jameis. And if this is
2: the Jameis that you're gonna get, then
1: Well, I mean, you had to
2: know that. There's good Jameis, there's bad Jameis
1: yeah but good Jameis better show up and show up consistently or else this is not going to go your way you're going to you'll be sitting on the sideline with a clipboard in your hand watching yeah. andrew dalton play quarterback you're for gonna, the yeah and you're going to be watching the playoffs while you know the bucks are out here winning the division i don't see, i don't i don't see a path where either of the other teams in the in the south are going to be better than new
2: orleans even with bad Jameis. no but i mean you asked how do the falcons keep doing this it's very simple that's a difficult offense to game plan for. Not, but not. And I'm not saying it's good. I just need you to understand. They came back from 28 to three down to the Rams, and Kyle Pitts had two catches for 19 yards. Mm-hmm. Because oh, what's the kid's name? Like, you know, Drake I, London. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, you know, that guy that I said 500 times is going to be a dog in the NFL. And guess what? He is. Mm-hmm. He's every bit as good as I thought he was i thought there would be some transition time because he didn't have a full camp he got dinged up twice i think came out yesterday (laughs) they threw 25 passes 12 of them were thrown his way Mm -hmm. if you if you sell out trying to stop kyle pitts that's fine i got somebody on the other side that can hurt you too right i think the Falcons and arthur smith's an innovative guy and he's he's weird he's kooky and he's gonna say things that are off putting. I I'll I guess that's a nice way to say off-putting. it. Off putting. Just Google it. Oh. He has had some he has said some weird stuff to the media. <laughs> okay. But that's a scrappy team. That's going to be that's gonna to be tough to deal mm-hmm. with. It's I think a- the Rams are clearly the third best team in the NFC. Do you agree with me or not? Uh, yeah i think so i think they're clearly the third best team in the nfc now that could change because you do have weapons and stars and talent but there better be a handshake deal with odell beckham jr Mm. because you need that guy in your life really
1: really really badly yes you do you are in the sportsocracy here on espn asheville 92.9 fm 880 am and 1400 inside the angle studio and always brought to you by fred anderson nissan of Asheville coming up after the break we'll get weird
0: at Ingalls whether we're celebrating Friday night rivals televising college basketball games bringing the fan fest to semi-pro soccer
1: or taking you out to the ball game at your minor league park it's all in the bag Ingalls,
0: low prices, love the savings.
4: Are you ready to tackle your banking needs? Home Trust Bank's team of expert advisors and lenders want to be your teammate. We want to hear your story, learn your aspirations, and assist you with financial needs and provide options that are tailored to you. With a wide range of personal, mortgage, and commercial services, you will discover all your banking needs under one roof with a local and personalized touch at Home Trust Bank. Score big with Home Trust Bank. Ready for what's next. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender.
0: On the weird scale, there's Vegas, there's Florida, and there's Asheville. Let's get weird, Asheville. Welcome back into the sportsocracy.
1: Time to get weird. And uh, gosh, I saw this story and I went, you know, this the, this is a no good, very bad thing. And here in Buncombe County, we're getting ready to go through this with our local school system, choosing a new superintendent. Up in Spotsylvania, Virginia, they there was a ruckus at the latest school board meeting where the board voted 4 to 3 to make a contract offer to a man named Mark Taylor to be their ne- next superintendent. Not only did they vote to make the offer, but the offer is also for $245,000. Plus moving expenses and a provision that guarantees more than three years of pay if he is to be fired after he gets the job, and if he gets the job. So the board voted, but this was after they received a letter from the guy's daughter. Now, they have a spot they had they have a bad relationship. They have not spoken in a couple of years. But when the daughter found out that Mr. Taylor was being considered for the superintendent job at Spotsylvania County schools or whatever, she sent them a letter and said, I just want you to know that this guy homeschooled me and I'm dumb. Essentially is what she said. There were massive holes in my education. He has zero background in education at all. And lo and behold, turns out that he and the board chairman, her friends and still after hearing all of the discussion and all of the debate that this guy has no background and the only person that he's ever actually educated feels like she's dumb because of him they still voted four to three to offer him a $245,000 contract with three years of guaranteed salary Mm -hmm. yeah that is what corruption looks like and we can only hope that it doesn't go that way when we have to make that decision for our local school system
2: real real soon you often hear the terms emergency and triple a in the same sentence Usually it involves some kind of auto accident yes' well, AAA is yes. the person that comes get... and changes tires and things like that got to get the toe. Well my story has this as well, but it's not about AAA the car service. it's AAA the battery because a woman in Dublin swallowed 46 of them. Why Apparently this is a unusual but medically acknowledged, form of self-harm because batteries apparently do horrible things to you if you ingest them absolutely they corrode and you don't want that in there they don't necessarily hang around that long you're gonna have to use your imagination on that one but she consumed so many that it actually weighed her stomach over some vital organs and caused some serious pain at which time she had to go into a hospital they x-rayed her and they found 46 batteries oh my gosh double and triple a's
1: i mean Uh, yeah because i mean
2: it's hard to get down c's and d's uh my report card uh also correct (laughs) uh now once they got in there they actually had to cut her open to get these out once they got in there they determined that there were actually 55 of them there were some hidden behind others and Uh the x-ray didn't reveal that and four more of them had to be allowed to take their course no they couldn't get them they couldn't get them out Mm -hmm. so they had to pass naturally (whistles) he don't eat batteries wow
1: that's awful why would you do that to i yourself? have no
2: idea they have a whole tv show about, about this, weird that things my, that,
1: yeah that my wife watches it's like yeah, weird
2: saw, stuff i eat uh yeah i saw one that eats hair and i went okay first of all that is the, without a doubt the most repulsive thing i've ever seen uh, the hair mortifies the, me
1: the, the, the one that made oh and it just made it just made that that chill go up my spine thinking about it uh, this one woman ate chalk like sidewalk chalk and she's like sitting there on the interview just eating it like a carrot oh yikes you talk about nails on a chalkboard that's worse it's not good chalk it's not good. on your teeth
2: it's a no good very bad thing don't do that yeah, don't eat, eat food there's a lot of good food like a lovely mexican pizza which is what i had for lunch because they're back for good forever never <laughs> taking away blame us ever again oh uh, how did you find one where it wasn't sold out they're back oh. they, they have replenished them oh, now okay. every, according to their website every taco Bell will have a mexican pizza if you okay. go in there and i did i was gonna say the last few times i've gone by
1: there and seen the sign says mexican pizza sold out and i'm like that is crap because you told me you were bringing it back and how have you sold out of them they, what are you it Popeyes?
2: Back. they have brought it back <laughs> and it is wonderful
1: uh what was not wonderful yesterday in the nfl trey lance that was not wonderful that though. was awful no, was, you hate to ever see a guy get hurt, but especially
2: especially a guy who just hasn't – I mean, he had not been able to catch a break. There is a possibility that we're going to go into next year with the 2021 class of, of quarterbacks where you only feel good about one of them. There is a – I mean, look, Trevor Lawrence, if you need another – reminder of how good of a prospect he was just go back and watch that tape from yesterday because mm-hmm. he was real real good but i mean zach wilson we don't know what that is i, I know joe flacco has come in and it-, it was only one game but he looked as though to be competent and the weapons look good mm-hmm. if zach wilson comes out and is terrible you're gonna remember that yep trey lance he will have four starts under his belt total mm-hmm. going into your third year after the third year is where you start getting contract extensions. Justin Fields, every bit the train wreck, I told you it was going to be. Right. And then Mac Jones. Who's here? He's alive. Mm-hmm. I can't really say much else nice about that. Brian Hoyer. He's Brian Hoyer. I would have said, I said to Colt McCoy, but okay. I mean, I, that's who he is. He's the definition of a game manager quarterback. Right that's what he is and you look around first of all I want to I want to write a letter to the league that says they will never give me another Patriot Steelers game <laughs> until one of them has a quarterback that doesn't turn it into 60 minutes of eye broccoli right because that's what that was oh it's awful absolutely awful I would rather watch a colonoscopy on c-span than have to endure another patriots Steelers just gross yuck fest why would C-span be showing a i don't know I don't it was know. i went mad libs okay <laughs> <laughs> i had already mentally said what the act was going to be and i had to come up with a television channel gotcha i've never watched c bands and i don't know what they do they politics, do politics stuff yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah
1: that's why i've never watched it's it. like the live feeds of the house floor and stuff like that it's it's awful
2: I'm the not sure reason. that I'm not sure that I wouldn't rather watch the 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 Patriots and the Steelers than that. Yeah, I think you would. I don't. As know somebody
1: the... who used to have to watch it for his job, yeah, you want to watch anything other than C-SPAN. Ugh,
2: no. ugh, that, that sounds terrible.
1: Yeah, it's it's not good. Nobody wants
2: this. But them. but that's one thing that you have to know. Uh, we've had a lot of comments in the in the YouTube comments where we were we we're talking about the Panthers, and you're just be bad, get the number one pick, and a lot of what I was being asked was, how do you feel better about C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young and and Will Levis and a, a slew of other guys? It's all a projection. Mm-hmm. I mean, at the end of the day, it's that's, that's what it is. We're guessing. C.J. Stroud and, and Bryce Young are both slight quarterbacks, but they're very bright, and they have all the athletic talent in the world. Mm-hmm. That's, that's why it's the draft they have some teams are better at this than others they have everything that baker
1: mayfield doesn't have
2: yes (laughs) all of them are talent-wise what you were sold baker mayfield was. yes clearly you will be better with the quarterback but unlike baker mayfield they don't have the talent of your local insurance agent Mm -hmm. what is the benefit
1: of being good. What is the benefit of winning a couple of games just to make you happy? It's the one time you will ever hear me say this.
2: Oh, I mean the the New York Jets do not have Trevor uh, Trevor Lawrence. Instead, we have Zach Wilson because we went to L. A. and beat the Rams. Indeed. Woo! You know how you know how long that win felt good? About six seconds. Mm-hmm. There was also a thought that I needed to teach a class on how to pull for a perennially pooey team. Yeah, I can teach. Uh, I mean, i'll give you advice domestic light i was getting ready to say that's gonna be his answer
1: yeah that's gonna yeah, be it's, his answer 100 hard to figure out uh, jeremy green single-handedly turning the next generation into alcoholics yay don't do that i mean don't do that just i mean not like me d- i mean that's crimes you got to be you, built you, do, different. you
2: don't encourage that amongst children that's crimes. I, I didn't say anything about children you did now you did crimes oh oh i said pulling for a perennially bad well day. i mean the adults all know how to do that like that's yeah, something y- you we've think all figured that? out you actually think that and yet there will be fans of teams that get really excited for some week 14 win you do realize you didn't want that to happen right wasn't good for you it feels good in the moment though it does feel good in the moment to go oh hey I'm- we can actually do that oh i mean yesterday was fantastic I mean, yesterday felt like a warm embrace, a mother's love, just all of the – and it felt so good. Mm. And it's been so long since i felt that. <laughs> Trey, we had lost 15 September games in a row. Yep. I get it. Yep.
1: This all started uh, talking about Trey Lance. Trey Lance with the broken ankle had to have surgery this morning. Surgery went well, but he's not going to be back the rest of the year. No. This – is exactly what I was afraid of. Not that Trey Lance was going to get hurt, but that Trey Lance was going to be bad. And if anything had continued, like the Chicago game, then this is why you kept Jimmy J. This is... I, I mean, thank God no other team in the league just offered the farm to get Jimmy Garoppolo. Because this might be the best
2: fortune that john lynch has ever stumbled into well i mean and that happens sometimes it happens sometimes that you have a guy that you wanted to move on from and he ends up nobody wants him for whatever reason whether it's money fit and now here you are mm-hmm. if you had moved him think about how bad you would be looking at the 49ers right now i want to laugh do you at know all these... the other quarterback on the roster right oh on the san francisco roster no it's brock purdy Okay. That's
1: the battery. Mr. No. Irrelevant. Yep.
2: Nice. That's the That's
1: the I was other thinking I immediately went to CJ uh Bethard and he's not there anymore. Mm-hmm. So San Francisco is in a great place today, despite the gruesome injury and the sadness that you will you will feel for not having, you know, for, for not seeing the coming of your number three draft pick from last year nobody's happy
2: but we kind of are you're not i mean you're not you never say that about it in terms of not your about outlook, play, in terms of your outlook forward. for the season right you were you were the first team to have a serious injury to a quarterback and you were the most positioned to get through that absolutely and now i look at san francisco and the defense is really good Mm -hmm. take away that first week i need you to understand the seahawks ran 14 times yesterday for 36 yards their long run was from here to the other side of the studio but it is the seahawks i don't care who it is it's an nfl team that you just absolutely imposed your will on sure in a game where your starting quarterback got hurt and that tends to be a deflating time you don't usually see teams play that well when their quarterback goes down right i mean this was a special case because the guy that
1: came in was the guy that they've ridden in the saddle with for the last three years so it's a little bit of a different case but before we go saying that they're the best team in the nfc west that they're better than the la rams don't you need to
2: see them do it against somebody else i mean that's kind of what we do it's it's projection Mm -hmm. i mean anybody can watch something and go well see the Rams won super Obviously, they're the best team that would put us out of a job because there wouldn't be a lot for us to talk about I get it but I'm but I do look at I look at the 49ers now and that team is better put together than the Rams are and with Jimmy Garoppolo I don't think you're gonna miss a beat mm-hmm. I in fact think it'll be better it'll be better than what you would. it have doesn't seen... have the same high upside but it is much safer mm-hmm. much
1: safer it was the one question I had Was how's Trey going to develop? Because I know you can put Jimmy in there and be a contender today. Fate just handed that back to the San Francisco 49ers. You are in the sportsocracy here on ESPN. Asheville, the Baltimore Ravens, they did not do great things against the Miami Dolphins yesterday. Well, they did great things, and then there weren't great things. We'll talk about Tua and the Dolphins next.
2: The season we've all been waiting for is
1: here. No, not that one. The season of the Big Orange Tent is underway in Western North Carolina. The area's largest selection of Halloween costumes, decorations, and accessories is at the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. Halloween Express is your one-stop shop for adult and child costumes, superheroes, horror icons, inflatable suits. You can find it all under the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. 10 to 8 Monday through Saturday, 12 to 6 on Sundays.
0: the sportsocracy the
2: ceiling is the roof let's make it happen let's keep moving forward
1: yesterday was chock full of big comebacks you had jeremy's jets pulling out the big comeback victory scoring twice in the last what minute and a half minute 55 Jets, getting the win over the cleveland browns Obviously, you had Miami Dolphins out there doing Tua to tonga Loa throwing for almost 500 yards and six touchdowns and getting it done, scoring 28 points in the fourth quarter to come back and beat the Baltimore Ravens. All great. The Arizona Cardinals' comeback against the Las Vegas Raiders I think might have been
2: just as surprising as the Dolphins' comeback on the ravens i cannot wrap my head around what i saw by the way uh james connor is bad at football and i since we're talking about the cardinals i needed to say that out loud he got out touched by three or by two other running backs you know benjamin and uh darrell williams had more touches than he did right
1: The Arizona Cardinals though, I mean you're you're gonna have when when you have an amazing athlete as your quarterback, you're going to have pop moments like this. We have seen Kyler do it before, you know, the big Hail Mary throw a couple of years ago to DeAndre Hopkins and we've seen this game script before of where you he just he's too much to handle. The Raiders though,
2: just They look very out of sorts. They cowered in the moment. They look very out of sorts. If you had told me going into yesterday that Devontae Adams would have two catches for 12 yards against that dog water secondary, I I would have sworn you were out of your mind. Mm -hmm. But it just looks disjointed. And the defense got the lead. And I don't know what exactly that was. The, the old saying of you play preva that prevents you pre- prevents you from winning mm-hmm. that wasn't actually what the raiders were doing but i could have been i could have been fooled if i wasn't paying better attention it looks weird the offense looks weird the offensive line is not good mm-hmm. but it was just the defensive line like like they weren't getting pressure jones crosby. and max crosby
1: were completely irrelevant yeah they they could not get home the 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 cardinals were blocking for once and look i don't i don't like kyler you know he's not one of my favorite players in the entire league but you got to give the kid
2: props and now you're set up for potentially uh, we're foreshadowing a little bit tennessee titans play the buffalo bills tonight in buffalo Mm -hmm. secret time uh we're all on the bills there is a possibility That you're going to be looking at a Nashville, Tennessee, 1 o'clock on Sunday, Las Vegas Raiders, Tennessee Titans, and the loser's season is borderline over. Mm -hmm. You start 0-3. I don't remember the exact stat, but I think there have been four teams that have started 0-3 in the last 10 years that wound up making the playoffs. And this schedule for the Raiders is ugly enough that you better not. Mm -hmm. You better not. You better find a way to win this, or this is going to look Unsettling quickly, oh absolutely, and considering the josh McDaniel factor
1: of i mean i I'm not saying there's anything he's done or anything he did oh, I' say there's something he did i I don't know that's that's not that's not on me to say but what I am saying is the look is not good I had my questions about this hiring anyway after the denver thing
2: that was the i'm not going to say error. It was just the thing that you had to know. Josh McDaniels is one of those coaches that the pressure ratchets up because everybody has a feeling about him. Mm -hmm. The years with Bill, the way it went in in Denver, even the way it went as the OC with the Rams. People have an opinion about Josh McDaniels, and you're giving them a lot of reason to. I don't know what to do with this team. I believe in the talent completely. But there's going to have to be a buy-in at some point, and the defense does not seem to have it. They looked completely lost mm-hmm. in the fourth quarter,
1: and it's not that they don't have the players.
0: No, I mean I've
1: always do. felt like the, the 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 secondary is suspect. So it's not not too far to me for me to believe that Kyler Murray went out there and did special things and took advantage of the secondary. Plus the fact that you got uh, moorings hurt and all of that. Like everything has to be taken into account here. But again, this is just one of those things.
2: Are you the same old Raiders? The unsettling thing for me, and, and this is going to be really myopic, and I'm, I'm not specifically talking about the fumble. When Josh McDaniels got this job, one of the things that really made me buy into the the fit was how well Hunter Renfro would play in this system. He has been bad, 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 but bad, bad. You grade him out just watching the tape. I'm not going to say he doesn't know the playbook. He fits what they do so well. Mm -hmm. And yeah, he had some catches, but there are times he looks either lost or disinterested. It's kind of hard to tell the difference between the two. And it, uh, offensively, there are times that they're hard to watch. After they got the lead, the first half was great. A different team came out in the second half. Mm-hmm. And now it took roughly a quarter for the Cardinals to start scoring. But look at the two point conversion. Kyler retreats to the 30 yard line and scored. Yep. And then you did it again. Almost verbatim, the same play. It just wasn't as over the top he didn't go that far back you feel markedly different about the raiders after that loss not markedly yet you lose to tennessee and and i'm scared you're in the
1: sportsocracy here on espn Asheville, stock up stock down who did the best over the weekend who did the worst daily draft is coming up next
0: he's a degenerate gambler you are a smelly pirate hooker and he's cheaper than oxygen he's useless but somehow they make it work Jeremy Green, Tank Spencer. There's no holding back in the Sportsocracy. Presented by Ingalls Supermarkets and Fred Anderson, Nissan of Asheville.
1: And welcome back into the Sportsocracy on ESPN Asheville 92.9 FM, 880 AM, and 1400. You can hear the Sportsocracy everywhere. Take us with you everywhere you go on the iHeartRadio app for absolutely free. Check us out on YouTube as well. You can see our lovely faces as we uh, you know, spout our nonsense here every three hours in the Ingles studio. Just go to thesportocracy.com, click on the live video link, subscribe to the channel so you can join us in the chat, vote on polls and all kinds of things, and get all the alerts when we go live. So the daily draft today is the same as it's always going to be on Mondays after a football weekend. Stock up, stock down. Who did good over the weekend who took a hit over
2: the weekend um and jeremy you gonna go first uh, i feel like since i so had you can take your jets well i had miami and texas a&m i had troy and app state mm-hmm. in the the daily draft on uh which was the game of the weekend uh, absolutely yeah if i had florida state louisville uh i would have clean sweep the best games of the weekend so i feel like i should get them one pick absolutely now I'm not actually taking my Jets. Because, I a, I don't think you'll do it. B, yeah, you got to win, but I, I don't necessarily feel different about this team. I just, I like what I saw. Mm-hmm. Still think you're a six-win team. I feel better about the AFC East on the whole, minus the Patriots. I feel a little better about it. Okay. The winner of the weekend, the stock-up winner of the weekend, is by Loa, and I don't think it's all that close
1: i i can't disagree he i mean he was on my list
2: i wouldn't have taken him number one but i can't actually see anybody that trended in a better direction than him right play and and i'm and by the way i'm going to a not the dolphins yeah player wise in the
1: nfl you're absolutely correct there will there's no bigger winner than Tua Tonga-Vailoa. 469 yards passing, six touchdowns, leads the improbable comeback, the impossible comeback against the Baltimore Ravens in that vaunted
2: secondary, though a little banged up. I get it. And, and notice, uh, yet again, I did not say the Miami Dolphins because something I have yet to hear anybody say all day, and I can't really figure out why, your defense it leaves a lot to be desired. Xavier Howard... Was not a great day for you, my mm-hmm. friend. So Tua is was my first pick. Yeah. We can score a lot of points.
1: Defense doesn't really matter in the NFL these days anyways, does it? Uh, <laughs> obviously, joking. My overall winner of the week, it, it is not from the NFL. It's from college football. And it's none other than the Appalachian State Mountaineers, baby. Look, I know, I know that you should not have been in a close game with Troy. After you beat number you know number six team in the country in their house on the road last week, this was supposed to be a cakewalk. Troy's a tough team, though. Troy, Troy, look, they're a good Sun Belt team, and you couldn't expect you you should not have expected that at was just going to roll over every opponent that they have. They only have like three opponents in the Sun Belt anyway that should be close to them and give them fits. Troy's a scrappy team now the way they won was amazing and for that to happen after game day was there and luke combs showed up to be the guest picker which by the way i wasn't aware that we're at the stage with luke combs and his celebrity that we're airport watching now oh no doubt like like Luke Combs is landing. I did not realize that. Oh, he's the biggest musical him. act
2: in the country. Good for him. Uh any genre. He is yeah. the biggest musical act in the I country. I just
1: feel like if it had been Garth Brooks, I don't know that
2: we'd have been airplane watching. Yeah, cuz Garth Brooks was relevant like 15 years ago.
1: I mean, he's still selling out massive stadiums. Uh, yeah,
2: with songs that he did when I was 7 years old. Well, that's that's fine. luke's putting out new stuff now he is he is and congratulations to luke as well
1: uh because i i did not know you were that big of a celebrity these days oh no doubt uh but i thought all of it was fantastic game day was a winner by going there appalachian state got so many new recruits oh no because doubt. of that
2: i mean they made you fall in just love to understand with you were this close right uh, you were a miracle from oh boy Mm -hmm. oh boy and Troy's not good that was not good yeah I don't know what Troy you're talking about that Troy Trojan team they're not good (laughs) scrappy not really boat raced repeatedly (laughs) over the last three years
1: uh Appalachian State is my overall winner of the weekend I'm gonna go with another college football another college football and it's it's the basketball schools I am dumbfounded at the basketball schools, man. they I, I get they're not playing the toughest competition, maybe. But right now, you have all of the blue bloods in college basketball are undefeated in football: Kansas, Kentucky, North Carolina, Duke, Syracuse, UCLA, and Indiana, all undefeated. Good for you. It's not going to last long. This will be the last time I get to say it. But the seven heritage basketball programs
2: are winning football games and i'm uh, i'm not gonna spend too much time on this but i did have kansas upsetting houston jalen daniels is really really good Mm -hmm. it's the quarterback at kansas dual threat kid he is special do you happen to know who kansas plays this week Mm, oklahoma it's duke oh it's duke in lawrence kansas kansas could be four and oh they need to have game day there. That's they're not game days going to uh, Knoxville for Tennessee, Florida, which is by the way the right yeah, call. That is the right call, but still, they, they should, would have given you should, an excuse to go to large, two, Kansas.
1: They should do two. They should do two setups. Well, that's and, not going to happen. Why not send a dummy stage out there with Jay Billis and uh, uh, I don't know who who else is on the basketball broadcast. I know Reese Davis is going to be doing the football, but send somebody else out there. Yeah, it's not that good just but oh it'd be a good stick it, it's, it's not that good. those guys aren't doing anything right now anyway no right jay billis live from duke kansas come
2: on espn my biggest loser of the week and, and we've already largely talked about this mm-hmm. it's an entire division in the nfl it's the afc north the north that was real bad Two of you lost games that j- really are hard for me to understand, how the Ravens and the and the Browns, who, by the way, both had 98% or better chances to win these games. Yes. And you still lost. Uh, Cincinnati had that before they even went to Dallas. I would have said they had 200%, but that's why they play the games. <laughs> exactly. I'm going to have another loser, and, and I straight up called my shot that I was going to do this. Mm-hmm. Miami Hurricanes. The Miami Hurricanes went into College Station and looked horrid, just absolutely terrible. Tyler Van Dyke, his stock has taken a bloodletting mm-hmm. after the from people that I've game. talked to.
1: Yeah, I know it hurts your heart to say that. Oh, I just
2: uh, you know it, it kills me so much. <laughs>
1: All right, uh, un- let's go. Let's go. Loser of the week. Cause I don't feel like it's even all that close. The loser of the week in the NFL, I get you had a whole division, but I got a whole team full of suckitude that I don't know where it came from. It's the Indianapolis Colts. That's not a bad one. I mean, for real, like week one, I gave you a little bit of a break because you know, Texas, the Houston Texans are scrappy team. They've got some okay things. You played bad, but those things happen. You come out and you went to Jacksonville after everybody's talking about you can't win in Jacksonville. You went in there and got shut out for the third time in four years. Y'all said nine first downs. 24 to nothing. Jacksonville just took you to the woodshed. And now now the Colts are sitting back going, "What, what are, what are we even doing right now? I'm surprised Jim Irsay has not, in a drunken stupor, fired
2: Frank Reich. I'm dumbfounded that Jonathan Taylor had ten touches in this game. How does that even happen? I have absolutely no idea. He had, like, five in the first half. That is the most open division in the NFL. Tennessee Titans. Uh, You know what? I railed on you. I I railed on you in the offseason. You didn't necessarily have the weapons. I thought Indianapolis was better than you. I got news for you. They're not. But Jacksonville might be. Mm Mm-hmm. That was impressive from Jacksonville. All right, my last winner of the week.
1: (laughs) I got to take the Detroit Lions. I mean, finally, finally, you paid it off. Like this was the moment where I said Detroit's going to step up and win a game and they didn't even, they didn't just win a game. They made the commies look Ridiculous. The Washington Commanders looked bad yesterday, and the Detroit Lions just took it to them.
2: And they they showed is, a lot of resiliency in the second half. This, you and I saw a very different game This
1: now. is the kind of game that can spark the revolution that Dan Campbell
2: seeks in the Motor City. That Washington offense in the second half showed a lot of resolve. You went in at the break down 22 to nothing. This could have been a, a slaughter, could have been. and it was not. Carson Wentz, better than you think. I am going to double down on what you said. Okay. I can't have the Colts because you took them. I can have the quarterback-coach combination of Frank Wright and Matt Ryan because the two of you look like you don't belong in this league. Mm -hmm. You cannot get beat that badly by a team that's that young. Frank Wright's inability to get the ball to Justin Taylor, or Jonathan Taylor, excuse me, And just Matt Ryan looks awful, genuinely awful. Baker Mayfield level bad. And if you look at QBR, they're down there together. I am awestruck by how bad that actually was. Mm -hmm. And you know what? You call me a homer. You call me a homer. Because my team had just a fantastic win uh huh this weekend. Uh And so with my final selection before the undrafted free agent, I am going to take my Florida State Seminoles. Let's go, baby. (laughs) Ah, Jordan Travis goes down, gets hurt, T's and P's. Apparently it's not as bad as it looked, and I was going to say this name's on the door, I'm allowed to, when the Louisville Faithful started cheering with Jordan Travis down. I don't know that I've wanted to win a game that badly in a long time. Mm -hmm. And I enjoyed every second of it. Florida State's not back by any stretch of the imagination. But that was an entertaining game that you had every excuse to lose. Lost your best pass rusher, lost your starting quarterback. You found a way to pull it out on the road. I have thrown a lot of shade at Mike Norvell. That is the kind of win that turns programs. Mm -hmm. Because everything went against you. Malik Cunningham was special. You could have lost. Nobody would have slighted you. But the fact you were able to pull out a win shows me that I think something has turned there. Not telling you they're a contender. Not telling you they're going to beat Clemson. NC State, any of those things. I'm not saying that. But that is the kind of win that a Nebraska would just kill for. Jeremy loves to go
1: hashtag no homer. He just absolutely loves it, but I'm going Homer too. I'm going Homer with mine because my last one is worst of the weekend and it's Todd Bowles. Like, I I, I guess I was just too far behind. I wanted to believe. I wanted to believe that things would be different, that this wouldn't be Todd Bowles with the New York Jets all over again. But the thing that I have seen so far with these Tampa Bay Buccaneers, no one looks interested. No one cares. No, I, Tom Brady's out here pitching fits worse than he usually does because let's be honest, he's done that
2: forever. There is something boiling beneath the surface there that mm-hmm. I cannot put my finger mm-hmm. on. But I'm telling you right now, I don't buy Todd. Todd Bowles is going to be able to fix it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you got Mike Evans
1: out here doing stupid stuff like getting – kicked out of the game and suspended and all of this the running game is just not working the offensive scheme is bad i todd Bowles, like i said when when i'm looking at the screen going i want my old coach to just walk over there and tell him to sit down and shut
2: up and take it back the and the bruce arians thing is weird oh yeah that is weird that he is on the sideline that is a bad sign and i don't care what anybody says yep
1: all right it's uh udfa time mm-hmm. all right yeah go ahead and do yours oh mine's the
2: j-e-t-s jets 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 on oh, hashtag no homer and robert Sala and robert Sala. the fact that you showed that kind of resiliency in a game that you could have just laid down and died i, I you know what i i have to mm-hmm. i am a firm believer in no homer That was a great win for a franchise that needed a great win. That's their first win in September in 16 games. This is the first time this team has been 500 or better in four years. I didn't think there was a chance that
1: we were going to take the same guy there uh, or the, the, the same entity there. So, hashtag, no homer, it's the Georgia Bulldogs look I get South Carolina sucks no hear me out I get South Carolina is not good at football but I don't think that I've ever seen a team um climb quicker to the number one team in the country just no doubt the defense is as terrifying as last year's and I don't know that they're they're going to
2: lose a game uh, probably not, but that South Carolina game shouldn't tell you anything. Spencer Rattler is horrible. Mm-hmm. South Carolina fans, I tried to tell you. Uh, in the YouTube comments, several people are saying that we're we, we don't dog or that we dog the West Coast. Washington impressive win against Michigan State. Washington, I have undervalued Washington. Mm-hmm. That team is is rather talented. The Jimmy Lake era is in the past, Far. and Kalen DeBoer has come in. <laughs> That's – I'm telling you, that's the, that's the only team I see in the Pac-12 that I think can hang with USC. hmm the They offensive. were very impressive. I got the offensive
1: game plan for it, that's for sure. You are in the Sportocracy here on ESPN Asheville.
0: Sometimes it's the little victories that mean the most. Those everyday celebrations that bring a smile to our faces and joy to our hearts. At Ingalls, we know there's no one you'd rather share those miniature memorable moments with than family. Oh that's awesome, buddy. Ingalls, all the ingredients for family.
4: Are you ready to tackle your banking needs? Home Trust Bank's team of expert advisors and lenders want to be your teammate. We want to hear your story, learn your aspirations, and assist you with financial needs and provide options that are tailored to you. With a wide range of personal, mortgage, and commercial services, you will discover all your banking needs under one roof with a local and personalized touch at Home Trust Bank. Score big with Home Trust Bank. Ready for what's next? Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender.
0: the sportsocracy
1: these guys are a f***ing disgrace
0: so raise your hand if you had a Monra
1: St. Brown in fantasy football yesterday I did I did I did I did did. uh wow I mean he is unstoppable he has now become I mean fantasy football players that's 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 the thing that's going to win you your league this year I mean if you had a if you had a contending team already and you grabbed him in the
2: 8th, ninth round, that's a winner. Uh, he was also the leading rusher on the team, just to be clear. Yes. Uh, not only not only did he have nine catches for 116 yards and two touchdowns, he also had two carries for 60 yards. <laughs> <laughs> he's just, he's so good. This offense is terrifying. The offense is very good, and I'll be honest with you, the, uh, and I, I say this because he's a local guy, but he also deserves his flowers. Uh, Reynolds rocket alumni, Ben Johnson calling this offense is special. They lost all three interior offensive linemen, either going into the game or at some point yesterday. You had two backup guards, and you just absolutely took it to Washington. And I would have been I, I would not have thought that Detroit could win a game, where jared garf was just average Mm -hmm. i thought the defense was enough of a enough of a negative that he would have to be la ram jared garf for them to win games that team's really talented
1: and when the tide started to turn in the second half and the and the commanders finally started getting something going sustaining drives and scoring points You did the one thing that you had to do. You had to buckle down. Mm -hmm. And you did. That was the best part about it was because that's the one thing they've been missing. The one thing they've been missing is that killer instinct.
2: And yesterday they showed you that they've got it. Absolutely. Now, I I don't, I I see a lot of people that are very down on Washington. Oh, Washington was so bad. I could not disagree with you more if I tried. You go down 22 to nothing on the road, if you show life, that needs to at least be mentioned. Yes. The fact you turned this into a competitive game where there was actually a thought they could come back and win this, that tells me everything I need to know about you. That offense is pretty good. Yes. Carson Wentz is not getting nearly the love that he deserves for what he has been able to do with Curtis Samuel, Jahan Dotson, Terry McLaurin. Uh, Antonio Gibson was not, <clears throat> he, was went not good he was not great yesterday, but I'm going to say this and I'm going to 100% mean it. I'm not coming off of this because of one game. Washington is better than the Dallas Cowboys and I don't think it's all that close, mm-hmm. but but they beat the Bengals. I don't care. I do not in any way care and you play in two weeks in Jerry world. And I don't think I've ever liked a dog more than I will like Washington two weeks from now without seeing the line. Right. I do not care. I know they are going to be a dog, and I am going to be all over Washington. Dallas Cowboys are the worst team in that division. I don't care what anybody says. I I don't think it's all that close. I don't either. I do not either. Cowboy
1: fans want to get all excited about uh, beating the Bengals, but the Bengals have problems. But maybe it, it may maybe maybe there's something. May, maybe they've found that spark of where our backs are against the wall and everybody's on edge. And maybe the Cowboys will figure out how to win some games. <laughs> They're not
2: going to win that division. Uh, no, not uh, not by any stretch. No, they they there are a lot of L's coming in the offing. the The Cowboys' next four games are at the Giants, the Commanders, the, at the Rams, at the Eagles. This is like a water ride at an amusement park. You will get beat. You may get slaughtered.
1: <laughs> uh, I mean, yesterday—true or false—yesterday was a game that the Detroit Lions of the past would have lost, no doubt. When you no ha- doubt when you have the twenty-point lead or twenty-two-point lead, whatever it was, and then the other team comes back and makes a game out of it, you're fading into the
2: distance. There is a reason that people believe in Dan Campbell the way he does, the-, the way they do. Because he is setting a tempo around that team. And Ben Johnson just carries it out. With the the And I haven't done the deep dive on all the games yet, but I've looked at small things from each game. The way that line played yesterday, Detroit is going to be a handful. And I'm talking week in, week out. This is not going to be oh we get the lions uh yeah you get the lions just understand they scored as prodigiously as they did yesterday and dj chark was borderline irrelevant and you get jameson Williams back in november good luck you are in the sportsocracy here on espn
1: Asheville. coming up after the break more of all of the action of the nfl yesterday and because we got, we still got to talk about the indianapolis colts at some point uh and The most important message of the day. When I finally drove the old car into the grave, I knew there was only one place I was going to go. Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville, home of the family plan. And yes, they treat you like family. I went in, told them what I was looking for, told them my budget, and in no time, I was signing the paperwork on my certified pre-owned vehicle. They have the area's largest selection on quality pre-owned vehicles and certified Nissans. They go through a 167-point inspection, so you know it's not going to let you down. They gave me the Carfax report so I know the history of my vehicle. And the Fred Anderson family plan gives me things like oil changes and car washes and loaner cars if I have to have major work done on the car in the future. For me, buying a car has always been an intimidating thought. But the folks at Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville made it super easy. Don't be like me. Don't wait till the last minute to get a deal done. Go to AndersonNissan.com. Or stop by the showroom at 629 Brevard Road. And don't forget to mention we sent you from the Sportsocracy and get a $250 bonus on your trade-in at Fred Anderson, Nissan of Asheville.
3: I believe real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I am Clarissa Marshall with EXP Realty, serving all of Western North Carolina. Navigating the home buying and selling journey can feel overwhelming at times. And that's why having an agent who cares about you and your needs is key. I'm a native of Western North Carolina, and I close over a home a week. I'm an expert in the market, pricing my sellers correctly to net you the most money, and working as a skilled negotiator for my buyers. Please give me a call today at 828-774-6343 to set up a complimentary market analysis.
1: Welcome back into the Sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville and on YouTube. Just go to the sportsocracy.com, click on that live video link, subscribe to the channel, Join us in the chat. Time for the most important message of the day, and it's don't do crimes. And some hardened criminals have been brought to justice, or at least they're in custody in the Middle East. This comes to us from the Jerusalem Post, a crime ring that has made tens of millions of shekels on their illegal trade has finally been brought down. These hardened criminals—they weren't running drugs, they weren't selling illegal booze. They were selling illegal chickens. Yeah, yeah. Now, what is an illegal chicken? Can a chicken really be illegal? You say, Tank? Uh, yes. Well, if you are uh, if you're raising chickens, slaughtering them uh then bribing uh all of the businesses around town to uh to 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 go behind the government's back and buy your chickens and never pay taxes on them that's that's illegal that's crimes that's much the same as uh moonshining and all that kind of stuff if you're making profits off of that you're supposed to be paying taxes look i don't i don't know that the bringing down the illegal chicken trade is really going to make much of a difference on the betterment of the world but still how do you run an organization that large without anybody ever noticing don't do crimes
2: the 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 perpetrator in my story also did crimes he's a 33 year old man he drives a ford f-250 pickup truck well at six twenty uh earlier this uh, earlier this month this is about two weeks ago He was on the Roseville Parkway in the suburbs of Sacramento, California. Well, he rear-ended a BMW sedan. The BMW's driver was taken to to, to the hospital with injuries that were considered to not be life-threatening. It's not a crazy, serious wreck. Well, as police began investigating the damage, they realized that there was a strange impression on the back of the BMW. The truck had driven away. So they hit the person and then went, uh oh, and drove off. Well, they left the impression of their license plate on the back of the BMW, because in California, they have license plates on the front. Hit them so hard that the transverse of their license plate was on the rear of the BMW. (laughs) So it didn't take that long for them to find the owner, the 33 year old man who is not named in the story. And arrested him on suspicion of felony driving under the influence causing injury. Felony hit and run and resisting arrest. They also discovered that the same truck had been reported for driving recklessly multiple times. Stupid criminals. You drive off, but you you basically left your calling card Mm. on the back of the car. Don't do crimes. What are those license plates made out of? Well, I mean, it's just I, raised. It's, yeah, but I'm
1: thinking like I, I don't, I don't. You can not do that with our with like North Carolina license plates. Well, no, they, because they're, they're that sunk
2: that. in on the back. In California, they're on the front. Right, but I'm saying even if you had one, I wouldn't oh, yeah, imagine that it would do, do that. that. You can absolutely do that. That thing would bend in half, I would think. No, never leave an impression on the bumper. Well, I mean, it's on car the. I like well, mean, you also got to remember, it's on the bumper of an F two fifty, so it's got a chrome bumper on the backside of it. you got a lot to impress it into the plastic bumper of a bmw i guess i did put the ford symbol in the back of somebody's
1: car one time so that (laughs) smacked right into the back of it It was a perfect little oval for the ford symbol on that truck right in the back of their dodge neon i won that battle by the way you can't put a steel blue uh 1986 ford f-150 up against a little dodge neon and have it survive
2: to tell the tale (laughs) Oh, man, football was was great yesterday. The NFL slate was phenomenal. Saturday? Not
1: as great. Not as great. I mean, I watched a lot. You had my eyeballs all day long, but it was a whole lot of going. I I mean, I felt like that meme of the dude with the stick just – do something. i mean like i'm poking my television going uh, may switching channels make something happen
2: please it was brutally bad it was i caught a few bad beats texas san antonio road runners bloop, bloop. you were the right side of that number for an extended period of time and then you weren't mm-hmm. and then you weren't but good for texas AM, hey you got a win in the gross bowl
0: yeah
1: beating miami obviously you that was a game you couldn't
2: lose that is two really undisciplined teams just really painfully undisciplined but max johnson getting a win our our buddy brad johnson's son mm-hmm. hey jimbo glad you figured that out two games <laughs> too late should have figured that out last week you may not have lost
1: uh in such embarrassing fashion uh to appalachian state still good for appalachian state but how do you not change quarterbacks i have
2: absolutely no idea it makes absolutely zero sense uh oregon showed themselves quite well just absolutely bo- buoyed by where did bo nicks come from bo nicks at home he, he uh, has he, those games and they're always at home yes. bo nicks on the road horrible apparently he has like a postupedic bed or something that if you get him away and he doesn't get his CPs the way he's supposed to he is awful right But good for Oregon. I'm still a little bitter that somehow my Florida State Seminoles did not find a way into the top 25. I mean, do you deserve it? Does Miami deserve to still be in the poll? Because I'm going to say no. Uh, You could have lost to Southern Miss, and you got just pushed around by Texas A&M. Yeah, but you know
0: why.
1: It's that whole preseason ranking thing. We're not
2: ready to push them out. Florida, who could very easily have lost to South Florida, who can't throw Mm -hmm. that team looks so much worse than i thought they did like two weeks ago oh no doubt and now if you're a a, a gator fan um i hate to break this to you but now you have to come to rocky top with a team that does not like you and is astronomically better than you Mm -hmm. are I mean, astronomically better than you are. Anthony Richardson, it it was cute.
1: It, there was, were two, it was
2: cute while it lasted. There were almost two just cataclysmic upsets in the SEC. Mm-hmm. I mean, South Florida had the ball going in to, to win it with a minute to go. Yep. Just so happened that, well, you get sacked and then kickers do what kickers do and miss field goals. Mm-hmm. The other one would have been almost unequivocally the funniest story in the years I've been doing this. Arkansas almost allowed Bobby Petrino and Missouri State to come into Fayetteville and beat them. Yeah. They had the lead with eight minutes to go. Didn't end their way. Mm -hmm. But that would have been just unfathomably bad.
1: I don't know what to make of it when when these things happen it's like how how did you do that I mean I know you're it's Missouri State and you're just screw it you know we're looking ahead to next week well let's just go out here and play and not get anybody hurt we need to be ready for the SEC run but then you just come out and almost and and just look bad I mean you allowed him to throw for
2: 357 yards on you
1: You just look bad doing it, and it's game after game that I see things like that happen, and I really respect it when you have one team out there that's just not getting caught. And it's the number one team in the country. The more and more I watch that team and watch the way Kirby is just orchestrating on the sidelines, I don't know who's going to beat them uh alabama i mean alabama okay that's the big scary bear in the closet uh, of course it is i mean that's, that's they're where still you're at. The, they're still the mountaintop to get over but i mean would you be shocked to see alabama come out and be you know timid and ineffective like they were against texas against that
2: georgia team no uh, I, I well yes i would be shocked you would be shocked they have you circled I, I have not seen this the same way you have. I am actually more impressed with Alabama than I am with you. Why? Because you've beaten nobody. You beat Oregon, who I do not find to be very good. That's fine. I just – as nothing – I mean, it's – you're splitting hairs, but mm-hmm. you're just over the oh, moon because you beat South Carolina. No, South I'm not. Carolina is a horrible team. I understand. They are horrible. I understand. And Spencer Rattler, uh, I can't emphasize this enough, the fact he has convinced two separate programs – you're the guy is dumbfounding to Mm -hmm. me there is a team in the top 10 that I want to talk about okay and I don't know what more you're going to need to see the sheer fact that Cade Klubnick is not the starting quarterback at Clemson at this point it's getting to a do you just not see it or What is it? They're up thirteen to six on Louisiana Tech at halftime. It's stubbornness. And I need you to understand that's not a good team. That's not a good team in their own conference, Mm -hmm. let alone playing a power five Clemson team in Clemson. The offense is just not good. No. And they put up a bunch of style points in the second half, but I don't care. Do you realize what the next four games on their schedule are? What at Wake Forest. NC State at Boston College at Florida State. And this is going to sound crazy when I say it, and I'm not telling you it's going to happen. I could see them losing three of those games. I was going to say, no chance they're losing to Boston College. No, Boston College battle. bad. <laughs> yeah. Poor Phil Djokovic. Tease and peace for Phil Djokovic's draft stock. Right. I could see I, you losing to Wake Forest, NC State, or Florida State. Because I got news for you. They're better than you offensively, and it is not all
1: that close. It's it's Dabo. I mean, it's just Dabo's stubbornness and, and loyalty to a fault. He And is, maybe that's it. He is. He is super loyal to a kid that he promised is going to be our next guy. And it hasn't gone well, and he's just not ready to admit it because we're still winning games. For now, you are. For now, you are. But the schedule turns this week. Mm-hmm. I mean, that defense is incredible, but you better hope that you can just make Sam Hartman completely irrelevant. Because and this is a difficult
2: offense to deal with. Absolutely. They run something that you are not going to see anybody else do. Absolutely.
1: And if you don't, and if you allow them to score 28 points
2: in that game, you lose. Flat out. That gets 28 points. You're done. Because I don't think you can do it. Well, I mean, this is the first time you're playing a team that I actually think can hang with you offensively. Mm -hmm. So far, you've beaten Georgia Tech, Furman, and Louisiana Tech. And guess what? They've scored more points than they should for your defense to be as good as it is. Mm -hmm. I have a legitimate worry about Clemson. Now, can they come out and run the table here? Absolutely. Absolutely. But I don't think it's doing you any favors that you're catching this in the bulk of your schedule as opposed to the end. Mm Mm-hmm. Because at some point, you're going to have to figure out how to move the ball. The first half against Louisiana Tech was unwatchable. It was mind-boggling how disjointed that offense looked. Mm-hmm. And this is the time every week where I have to point out that USC is real, real, <laughs> real, real, real good. Peace and peace to Jake Hayner as well. Yeah, that
1: that didn't quite go your way. Yeah, no. I mean, he gets hurt in the game, and they were they were never going to hang with him anyway.
2: Oh, I mean, they're down fourteen nothing before he got hurt. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I will say USC has the, and I don't really not quantify this. They have the best turnover luck I think I've ever seen. Things just randomly happen, horribly covered, and you throw one behind a guy that's just wide open, mm-hmm. randomly fumbling when no one touched you i've now seen them do that three times Hmm. i have not seen them make a great defensive play yet and i think they have 11 turnovers yeah
1: and i guess that's i guess that's why they're not getting as much love as they should uh that they're getting oh just wait oh they're i mean it's coming it's no doubt
2: coming once they start beating pac 12 teams and they're not just gonna beat teams They're going to annihilate you. That offense is terrifying. How bad do they beat Arizona State? 506. (laughs) Right.
1: Right. Arizona State
2: has already fired Herm Edwards.
1: Right. Herm Edwards is gone, and apparently that's going to get real ugly. It's going to get ugly. I mean, ugly, ugly. The NCAA is going to be all over them. But, yeah, I mean, USC, once they they start dogging conference
2: teams – Ever, they'll start catching on it's oregon state this week oregon state's undefeated now i'm not telling i mean they beat that fresno state team that that usc just beat i could see a path that they beat them 52 to 6 and that's where you sit back and go oh oh this is this is different mm-hmm. because they have playmakers at every level now i mean they're gonna allow you to score points but that offense is it, i'll give you an example if USC played Clemson right now, I swear to you, I think they'd beat them by 30. I don't think they would just beat I th- – I could honestly see USC embarrassing you. Yeah. Because you can't hang with them. All right, well, our defense is really physically imposing. Great. You better have five corners. And, I mean, I'm talking really elite-level corners because they do not put a playmaker on the field that's not going to play in the next level. Mm-hmm. So, you have one hole in that defense, they're going to exploit it. And you have no shot of scoring with them none that USC uh national championship ticket I have is uh, it's feeling uh, still a little risky but it feels pretty good really that high hopes I, I don't know how you're supposed to stop them mm-hmm. I mean the, the fourth receiver on this team would start on practically every team in America their fourth receiver would be the best receiver in Alabama okay who is number two in the country right and just dominates people
1: uh then he'd also be the number one
2: receiver for georgia uh, oh
1: absolutely by a mile well actually. if you
2: unless you can't count tight ends because you we have don't. like 17 of those yeah we don't count tight ends uh because that is how stetson makes his money and now something that has to be said a great win by penn state i mean i don't buy auburn i never have but that was impressive mm-hmm. that's going to be a team that's not fun to deal with and either in there and hurt their feelings Brian Harson, the next one, get fired? Yeah. I can't see how it's not him. Yeah.
1: I mean, after the AD already quit, stepped down. Yeah, I feel like it's coming pretty soon. You are in the Sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville. The season we've all been waiting for is here. No, not that one. The season of the Big Orange Tent is underway in Western North Carolina. The area's largest selection of Halloween costumes, decorations, and accessories is at the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. Halloween Express is your one-stop shop for adult and child costumes, superheroes, horror icons, inflatable suits. You can find it all under the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall.
2: 10 to 8 Monday through Saturday, 12 to 6 on Sundays. Get
4: on. On
2: it it's a double header night in the nfl buffalo bills at home taking on the tennessee titans philadelphia eagles host the minnesota vikings one of these is difficult for me to pick one of them is not buffalo is the best team in the nfl and i feel like they're especially early in the season really out to prove something with no gabe Davis. I will say I tend to think one of the slot guys is going to have a really good game. I just don't know who. Uh, and with no Christian Fulton, it makes me like it even better. So I got 50 on the Buffalo Bills minus the 10. I have this game finishing about 27 to 14. I do think Tennessee will hang around. I would say this is probably a late cover, late touchdown covers the number 50 on it. Bills minus the 10, 25 on it under the 47 and a half. That number is too high. This is going to be more sludgy, ground and pound. I think Tennessee tries to keep everything in front of them. Don't give up big plays to Stephon Diggs. Game stays close for longer, but under twenty, under 47.5. And, and then in the, the other game, the Eagles are a three-point favorite. Over-under is 49.5. I got 50 on it, Eagles minus the three. I like Minnesota. I do. I, I think the offense is really good. I could see a path that tonight, you see a legitimate NFL offense, not the disjointed mess that was the Green Bay Packers, showing some holes in that defense. I oh, don't necessarily think you're going to boat race them. I think Philadelphia will comfortably win this game, and you'll walk away going, "All right, is Minnesota as good as we thought they were, or is Philadelphia just that good?" Uh, so I got fifty on it, Eagles minus the three, and I'm going twenty-five on it over the 49 and a half
1: and you can take those wagers to bedhouse.com use the promo code sportsocracy when you set up your account and whatever you put into your account that deposit use the sportsocracy promo code and they will give you a 125 percent deposit bonus
2: uh and somebody i don't know who it was and i don't know what the game was somebody on saturday just hit a big old biggin yeah somebody hit a parlay and that's all i know is that it was a parlay ticket Congratulations to you, whoever you are.
1: You again, use that promo code sportsocracy, get the 125% deposit bonus on whatever you put into your account, and they'll do that up to $2,500. So you
2: can can get a lot of money. A lot of free plays, a lot of money to enjoy the football season with betus.com.
1: Yes, indeed. Uh, Monday night football tonight. Yes, Kirk Cousins in prime time. We've heard it. We've heard it. Do you honestly
2: believe that he's going to show up and look bad tonight? I, I do. Really? I do. I like that Philadelphia defense a lot. They gave up a ton of points to Detroit. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this is one of those national stage games where you try to set a tempo. Because you sat around all day and heard all the Dallas Cowboys, oh, we're still good with Cooper Rush. This is your opportunity to go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, And you're not in our class. Right. Because this is a team that people do believe in. I also think there's something to the, we could have had Justin Jefferson and so we really make sure somebody else is who beats us. But, I mean, is James Bradbury good enough to shut down Justin Jefferson? By himself? No. Justin Jefferson? You double him all night long, and you make somebody other than him beat you. To me, Irv Smith, Adam Thielen, somebody. And Thielen's going to draw Darius Slay. That will probably be one-on-one all night long. Mm-hmm. Somebody is going to have to have a, a prodigious night that's not Justin Jefferson. Could it be Dalvin Cook? Absolutely. But I look at that front for Philadelphia. I I'm not so sure how well you're gonna be able to well, run on that. Well, I'm not gonna be testing you between the guards, that's for uh, sure. No, not with Jordan
1: Davis and uh Fletcher Cox. Not a chance. I'm keeping everything to the outside. I'm you know I don't know how you're going to handle this running game from the Philadelphia Eagles. I mean, I get you went out and you made some adjustments on the defensive line to, you know, shore up the problems that you had. But I just don't know. I, I, mean, I mean, they seem unstoppable
2: well, in the football. And the thing you got to remember is that this is a new defensive scheme for Minnesota. And this is going to sound weird when I say it. It is harder to game plan for a Jalen Hurts than it is somebody that you see a lot. You knew exactly what Green Bay was going to try to do. Mm-hmm. And they looked bad. And I said this last week. I didn't worry about Green Bay. They showed last night. Uh, Probably no reason to worry about Green Bay. And I didn't jump up and down about Minnesota. So I think this is this is a tale of two games that Vegas put more into than I did.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I like Philadelphia a lot tonight. Now, in the other game, Tennessee, this is your chance. You're on a national stage. I don't think there's any chance you're going to beat Buffalo. Because I don't think anybody's going to Buffalo and beating them. No, I cannot physically find a path that anybody goes up there and beats them in their house. It is going to be rabid in Buffalo. Mm-hmm. But if you can represent yourself well, keep this game close. One of those where Josh out, you're down three, Josh Allen scores late, we'll walk away and go. You know, Tennessee might still be the best team in the in the AFC South. Absolutely. This is another. This is another tough team. They've got a tough coach who coaches physicality, and they bring it to every opponent they have. And I can't emphasize this enough. Tennessee has a really interesting habit of playing the best teams in the league really well and beating them Mm -hmm. and then losing to the the Texans. (laughs) Right.
1: I look for fantastic games tonight. We will be back with you tomorrow afternoon at 3 o'clock to recap all of the Monday night action and everything else going on in the NFL because tomorrow is Tuesday and it's power ranking day. So we'll have a whole lot of fun right here at 3 tomorrow back here in the Ingalls studio on ESPN Asheville. We are the Sportsocracy, always brought to you by Fred Anderson, Nissan of Asheville. Check him out at 629 Brevard Road.